This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse. Comic Book Click is on Patreon, guys. For as little as $0.10 cents a day or $3 a month, not only can you help keep the lights on here at Comic Book Click headquarters, but your donation gives you access to exclusive content like CBC commentaries, polls where you can choose what content we cover next, and special behind-the-scenes footage of things here at Comic Book Click. Visit Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse today and become a Patreon. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano aka The Don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason, that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by comicbookclick.com and as always I am never alone, Sirk if you could please introduce yourself. What is up everybody, it's Jonathan Escudero here aka Yogi. Jonathan Escudero, he's going to be my subject matter expert today because we will be tackling a hallmark of a story, something that's going to be adapted uh, to film very, very soon. People are mixed on it. We're talking Uncharted today. I'm joking. We're talking <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Uncharted. Only by five or six movies before. <laughs> right. But Uncharted. But Just Uncharted the- territory. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we're here to talk about the long Halloween, quite possibly the most um, influential modern batman comic because i say modern it's about 25 years old roughly yeah, 1996 and 7 13 yeah months. yeah so while batman the long halloween is being written they they're doing batman and robin the movie isn't that doesn't that just show you <laughs> warner brothers in dc working you, in opposite could, directions could you imagine how furious people who read <laughs> comics must have been at the time like, what is this garbage <laughs> Yeah, crazy. One one of the things I I didn't know about this story initially, I took in this story um, when I first got my first deep dive into comics. And you you Google, right? Like, what are the quintessential stories per certain characters? And Long Halloween was on the top of Batman's list alongside Killing Joke, Year One and stuff. Somewhere, I guess, Dark Knight Returns, but not um the Golden Child or whatever. What is it? The uh, the Master Race. <laughs> the Master yeah, we, Race. Yeah, we'll put the. How do we'll we? Put the... How do they get away with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. But one of the things I guess I didn't notice in my binging of that out of these comics was that this was supposed to be almost a spiritual sequel to Year One, Direct at least in continuity sequel. terms. Straight up, yeah. Um, was year one always canonical? Yeah. Was that always canon? Like, it was the post-crisis origin story, the same way John Byrne did Superman and George Perez did Wonder Woman, and et cetera, okay. et cetera. Right. So this is the clean slate modern tale yeah. for Batman. And it's um, stuck. Like, they, for all the things that change all the time, like, even... Even the Superman origin story that got written at that time has been rewritten like two or three times now. Right, right. Year one, year one is like concrete, you know. What do you think about this as a year one sequel? Yeah, I, I could you imagine? Could you just imagine being asked to do a sequel to year <laughs> one? 
First of all, Todd, uh, uh, who is it that did? They had already done a, a canon sequel to year one called Year Two. I remember that. Todd, yeah. By Todd McFarlane. <laughs> which is like, <laughs> and it was like about, I think, Batman's Oath to the Guns. It was yeah. it was based around guns or whatever, but it was trash. You know, was I know trash. that I know that it exists, but I also know that people don't talk about it. And so Nobody. when you think about and how high regards year one is, the fact that a sequel is less talked about, like I feel like year two is talked about less than even Dark Victory. You know, so it it's is. like, so it's like it. I guess there's nothing so for, to see here when it comes to that. For their credit, Dark Victory is a lot better than Year Two is. And yeah, like the, yeah. the best thing Year Two has going for it is like it's a rare uh Todd McFarlane on DC thing. It's like okay. you know, he's mostly Marvel and Spawn, Spider-Man. He's known for the Spider-Man and the Spawn, but he's not known for his Batman. Like people most right. people don't even know. Like Todd nah, McFarlane I, did Batman. What the f- you know, 100%. yeah, he doesn't have any chains or big eyes or any of yeah. that stuff. What but are you doing over the there? Covers, you can see it in the cape. You can see it in the cape, that yeah. weird cape that ha- it doesn't flow. It's a freaking uh, weird creature thing. Like, I don't but know. it's crazy, right? Because McFarlane ends up spawning out contemporary um, Greg Capullo, yeah. who would then have a great run of Batman comics. So it's crazy how that happens. <laughs> how, it comes, how it comes back around Full in that circle, sense. baby. But, but yeah, real. getting back to a uh, long Halloween, could you imagine just being asked to uh, do this sequel? Like, we're going to take all the characters from year one, and I want you to, first of all, tie up their loose ends. Tie up yeah. Frank Miller's loose ends. <laughs> like, you're right. like, what? What are you talking about? But not only be- that, then to knock it out the park. <laughs> like, right. Oh, oh yeah. Full, cre- <laughs> full credit where credit's due. I, like I said, again, you know, like that would have been incredibly tempting, but incredibly also intimidating because you don't want to step all over somebody's good work. And um, it, Miller definitely knew what his vision was on this. <laughs> um, it's for good or for bad because he continues this vision <laughs> in multiple I, different other it's, aspects. It's one of those things where like year one is like, uh, <laughs> You got Dark Knight Returns and you get Year One. And those are the two. Those are the two Frank Miller Batman stories that would go on and influence uh, everything that came after. But yeah. Year One doesn't get spoken about as much as Dark Knight Returns, and I'm like, that kind of sucks because Year One almost is like the more the more traditional Batman story, and Frank Miller right. just like kills that. And then he takes that and builds upon it and does his own Dark Knight Returns, which everyone takes from or whatever. But Year One even more than dark knight returns is like is super influential to yeah. batman and who he is and it's a damn damn good story not only that but if you tie in year one and long halloween besides getting some primo batman material you get the stories of jim gordon and harvey dent which colors so much of what gotham is and what this backdrop is that batman uh is in like that the the stuff with jim gordon in year one is chef's kiss like you can't beat it. And watching the descent of Harvey Dent in this, it was actually something I forgot. I remember the killings. I remember the calendar man stuff. I remember um, Joker getting a little pissy because somebody else is in town, you know, kind of stealing his gimmick. Um, I completely spaced on uh, the Harvey of it all, the the, the lower points and stuff. Um, and they do an excellent job in this with him and fleshing that out. But at this point, it was a foregone conclusion that Harvey Dent was 
two-faced. It's almost like reading a book on the Titanic and you're just waiting for somebody to mention that they see an iceberg in the distance, you know? As well, as uh, um, as much as it was a, a story of the descent of Harvey Dent, it was also a story of the the transformation of Gotham yes. as, uh, as we know it. Uh, Gotham, as read in year one, Gotham is a city run by the mafia, the mob, the crime families. Normal, realistic crime. Yeah. That's what took that's what took Batman's parents away from him. Right. A, a normal guy in a in, in in an alley just shoots his parents and kills them. That's the Gotham that Batman takes an oath to protect and try to save crime right. from. Year two, or not year two, <laughs> the Long Halloween. It's a story the real of year two. <laughs> the real year two. Is the story of Gotham's transformation from a town run by the mafia and the mob to a town run by freaks and and rogue gallery villains, you know? D- and dare sto- I say gimmicks, right? Dare gimmicks, I say right? Yeah, gimmicks, right. They they're completely taking Gotham from the crime family. And unfortunately, at the same time, the oath that Batman made to protect Gotham. He doesn't realize it, and I guess he never will, but like it's become impossible. So yeah. like, originally it was a it, well, not that it's realistic to take out crime all over <laughs> Gotham, but Peace, they baby. were they were crime families and they were humans, and it was something that realistically, with his level of determination, uh, he could have wiped out of Gotham and he could have cleaned Gotham, but right. his very presence. It draws this new kind of crime that he will never be able to save Gotham from. And it's a wild ass paradox. What's poetic is I think it was best said by Vision in Civil War, right? His existence invites challenge. The fact 100%. that he exists uh, brings out an all like it's weird, like the eradic- eradication of the mob, which is something that we've seen not only in the story, but as it was adapted in, um, you know, Batman Begins, right? And even Dark Knight to a lesser extent, because it starts to get kind of crazy there as well. But in him doing his vow and cleaning up the mob, he ultimately and kind of seemingly leads to a deadlier Gotham, yeah. right? Like, And so this weight that's around his ankle, this vow that you're talking about, it just gets heavier and heavier. So, you know, I, I'm a bit of an optimist, but is Gotham a bit of a lost cause at this they, point? Uh, Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, he has this uh, he has this story concept, the long defeat. And okay. that every, every battle, no matter how many victories you have or how many victories you eventually uh, get, will always lead to a defeat. Right. The, the, the defeat is an eventuality. Right. No matter how good you're doing, something's going to happen, and in the end is going to come. Goth, Batman's story, as much as as much as you you're going to get victories, because you know it's a superhero story. There are always going to be happy endings. It's just the way the stories are written. But ultimately, <laughs> right, it's a lost cause. It's a long defeat. It's really tragic. It's very tragic. It's very sad. Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, Jeff Loeb and, and Tim Sale had that sort of in mind i mean you literally have the sequel to this is called dark victory right 
maybe it's one of those mini battles in this in, in, never-ending war for Gotham. I, I partially feel like the the lost cause that is Gotham is not even a Batman issue. It's a weird Gotham is a weird, it's almost like a, a living being a, a beast if you will don't, don't give them any ideas jordan <laughs> don't give them any ideas. i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying make the <laughs> make the living tower that is in in, the, in metal <laughs> the persuade <laughs> tower that turns into a, a megazord or whatever but um more so that it feels as if um gotham was a place of of seediness and corruption and because Batman is able to end that, it almost just evolves into a a, a a worser version. It makes me wonder if there's an if he's just the kid with his finger in the dam, right? Like yeah, this thing is, is coming down. <laughs> it's coming down regardless. Um, and like the completion of this vow, quote unquote, right? Is that something that is like something he could actualize or it's, is it if by perception like the, is it the, is it like how we saw at the end of dark knight rises where he's like yeah i'm done i i, I nah, did it you know I, there's I did it. I'm no good. <laughs> there's not like it's become it's become too much it's out of his hands now like he was not he was never able to complete the vow and he never will be it's right. it, it's a crazy paradox in his journey to try to complete his to try to uh clean gotham he made it worse so right. and 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 he doesn't even i mean obviously even in the long halloween you'll see that he's questioned but he just refuses to even acknowledge the thought that they right. that he's the reason why these freaks are taking over gotham now right. and, and 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 in in his refusal to acknowledge that and his continuation to try to complete his vow he's lost <laughs> he's lost Right. I, it, to be honest, I, the first time I ever saw this um, idea actualized was the Dark Knight. Or was it Batman Begins where he says the thing about like, you know, we get armor and they buy armor piercing bullets. I think Dark that's Knight. Batman. Is that Dark, Dark Knight? Knight? Because they the they that's one of the themes in the Dark Knight, like the the Jokers, the freaks taking Gotham. Uh, right from the from the criminals I, they took it from the long halloween <laughs> oh wholeheartedly like when you 100%. think about like it's obvious in this when the mobsters have to work with the quote-unquote freaks as they're called in this story that they don't want to they've literally been forced to and we see how that happens in dark knight as well as these mobsters agree to work with this insane clown man that they just met off the street seemingly but he seem he seemingly has batman's number so they're willing to work with him um i i think it's incredible you're a huge batman fan in general that's why i love having you on these uh batman episodes where do you stand on the whole soup the spectrum of super villainry like do you prefer your batman villain more normal grounded non-super powered or are you open to the fantastical what do you think works best uh in batman stories i I honestly think, uh, well, first, I, it's almost hard to choose because the the existence of those grounded Batman stories uh, allows for the more fantastical Batman stories to to, to be more enjoyable because right. it's, it's escalation, it, right. it's fun, you know, uh, uh, it's fun to uh, what's the now you know like obviously when you read a book you're living vicariously you live in that journey if you. Mm -hmm. 
if you've had the grounded approach first, or maybe <laughs> I love that it's first. I think most people, if you start with the Batman origin, you'll always get that grounded approach first. Right. And then you can, you can, it feels more realistic. Like it, it, it fulfills the journey in your head more realistically when you can have both, you know, like right. When you right. can start at one place and escalate to the craziness. That's what, that's what makes this story particularly so awesome because you get the best of both worlds. You're right, 100%. If you read this from the beginning, you would think it is strictly like a grounded, you know, uh, detective story. And not to say that it isn't, but it does spin kind of wildly out of control in the best way. And, you know, one could argue that the Arrowverse and the MCU were based in the same kind of logic of we start this thing completely grounded. We get you to buy the universe as is, and then we just make it fucking bonkers. Yes. By, the, by the end, we have gods coming from space and, you know, declaring war and all kinds of shit. But in the very beginning, it's like a man built this with his own two hands and or, you know, is choosing to have a vow to save his city. Uh, completely relatable stuff that if you would have started with the craziness um i wonder if people would have latched on as quickly you know 100%. i think starting starting with that that normal stuff in general one of the things this nails and it was taken into the dark knight trilogy and i think it's like probably one of the most perfect things ever is this idea of like at least in this moment of this story this like trinity of gotham protectors right that are all in different shades of gray. You have our three. It's it's it's, it's awesome. Like that you mentioned it. It's it's the it's exactly what we're talking about. There that you've got the normal represented by Jim Gordon, and you've got the fantastical represented by Batman, and then you've got mm -hmm. Harvey Dent literally stuck in the middle and torn apart by both right. sides. It's yeah. it's it's uh it's freaking chef's kill. That's a, no, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you almost can't make it up, and then you wonder why dark knight works so well it, it you literally had that depicted there um and uh watching the shades change and like this idea i mean it's almost stated here like a simple act can destroy a, a whole man's reputation you know they they try to get on the same page as far as like okay guys no getting outside of our jurisdiction no do not let's not do anything too crazy that's but, the vowel the, the new promise yeah. it's a another vow and i think bruce takes it just as seriously as his real vow right like, he's, he's he he mentions it multiple times in the book where he's just like i would kill this person <laughs> like i would beat this person bloody <laughs> but i try not to enjoy this <laughs> like, that's another good point i think one of the things that this nails as most batman comics do but it will always be missing in batman media the inner monologue um, I think there's some great inner monologue stuff at work here. Do you think that media will continue to suffer by by not being able to include something like this? In, I honestly, in I honestly, uh, in live action or even animation, it does. They both television, all forms of moving media, <laughs> right? Done, done away with that kind of narration. Like, right. and I don't know if it's. A, when it comes to certain kind of stories, especially like these Batman stuff, I don't know that it's such a good thing. But like at the same time, when I try to imagine it with the narration, it comes off a little jarry. Like I'm not sure how we would make it work. It's it's and yeah. then when they their solution is to try to uh, 
visualize the narration instead to show you what's happening. And it doesn't always work. It does not right. always work. I mean, there's sometimes where we're, I think there's only one particular instance I can think of where it just worked. And it was like an Avengers Endgame where it's like they, they right, right, the right. in America in front of uh, uh, the 10,000 people, the 10,000 people or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Normally, <laughs> normally it's this, it either goes over your head because you're not even paying attention or 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 it comes off like Ugh, it's really yeah forced, yeah or, or like to or like super old school like super like all right what are we doing here <laughs> you know um deadpool has some narration but he doesn't narrate the entire film and he also is a third wall breaking character so that's that's a different I, aspect i do think though somebody like batman is just like <laughs> he's self-important you know to have a narration you know like he's driving in the batmobile and he's not talking but he's thinking there's right. ways to make it work i think i just there should it, be theoretically there you, should you would be. think so right because um, you're missing out on so much i i believe that as much um but also i think another tool that would eventually end up being used in other media to get this inner monologue out you need a Robin, bro, because if you have a Robin, he will sit there and explain what's going on, what's going on in his yeah. head and all that kind of stuff. Without a Robin and no one to talk to, he just kind of keeps it all to himself. You have occasions where he talks to Jim Gordon and kind of tells you what's going on in his mind and stuff, but he's incredibly closed off. So um, I remember I remember Super getting into Superman and really understanding the character more when he was able to explain himself to his son. When he's able to say, oh, no, I don't do this. And, oh, yeah, that sucks. And trust me, I try and all that kind of stuff. Like, it, it came off better that way. It's a shame that we might might possibly never get another uh, Robin. But um, I think that when you deal with this, this detective stuff, that inner monologue is so important because you're, you're in the shoes of the detective trying to figure out everything given the same information that he's he was given. It's noir too, right? Film noir, yeah. that pulp shit. It has yeah. those detectives narrating their own, uh, narrating their cases while they're going over the board, you know, like drawing yeah. things together. And and this guy did this, but he was in this location when it happened, so it can't yeah. been him, you know, all that. Cool and then shit. the and then the femme fatale walks in, the Selena Caillou, right, and yes. says, well, you know, I yes. have a tip, but you might have to sleep with me to get it and it turns into a whole saucy you know whole and now saucy she's adventure. my gal but uh, you yeah, know yeah. that's my hey, gal toots. hey toots. <laughs> yeah, you know and, and, all, and all that stuff um i i think that what's another part of this is interesting you mentioned the noir story it's a detective story batman's been considered the world's greatest detective spoiler alert Batman doesn't solve this crime. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I love. He, there's a point at the end where he really thinks he figured it out too, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah he's on and it." I, and he was lost in the end. And I'm like, "No, look at you, Bruce. You don't even know." Um, I might be getting a bit of ahead of myself, but I think that the animated version lets him figure it out, right? Yeah. Like he he eventually figures out who the last, you know, the last uh threat is um but i liked it better when he when he didn't know <laughs> when he when he thought he knew he didn't know um I, one of my favorite aspects of batman lore now as I, as i'm older now and i'm reading is the idea of all this existing before he got there or the idea that that gotham it, it was a seed of evil planted and it continues to grow into this overwhelming 
you know, a city that just keeps falling into these dark ages. And one of the cool things about it is that, uh, you know, they try to, imp they try to, what is that called? Um, drag down even his father into the muck and the mess yeah. that is the, the crime. And all we ever hear about his parents were that they were angels. They were the best citizens of Gotham of all time. But it looks like this one tie, like this one tie almost gets Bruce Wayne arrested. Well, it does get Bruce it Wayne arrested. This one time, it almost, it almost, you know, gets him convicted. I guess I would say. Um, I love Alfred at the at the <laughs> at the testimony. And he's like, "Yeah, crazy how that crime happened. Also crazy how the Waynes died and no one found out who was the killer, huh?" That's some shit. <laughs> but, um, how, like, I think the mob stuff is so important to the to the origin of this character. Um, do you see glimmers of this story and the way it was told in some of this new The Batman material that's coming out? 100%. I mean, some of it is it's direct, it's like directly inspired by the long Halloween. Just the setting, the the time period in Bruce's life, the relationship with Selena, the idea that there is a murder mystery that has to that he has to solve that will lead him to confront multiple members of his role gallery on the way to figuring it out. All this stuff is directly inspired by the long Halloween. That yeah. being said, we can watch the Nolan movies and we can find multiple threads and themes that are also directly pulled from the long Halloween. So it's like, it's weird to say like the Batman is going to be the, for the long Halloween adaptation. I'm like, we've had one already. So it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to just think of it as this, it's taking themes from the long Halloween, but first we're not going to get, we're, we're not going to get nowhere near the amount of cool villain <laughs> villains that we got in the long Halloween. I'm, and, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking here, man. And I'm just, I just, this thought just came to me. Like this would be the movie that you could probably do some serious Gordon year one stuff, you know, hundred percent. I hope and, that they do. If you pepper in the fact that he's probably the only black detective in the in the in the <laughs> fucking GCPD, you can really you know you can really hammer he'll, home. You he'll know, all that stuff. Be, uh, he'll be Lieutenant Gordon in okay. the Batman. So uh, where like in the Long Halloween, he was already captain because in year one he had gone through the lieutenant stuff and yeah, you know he cleaned up his precinct or whatever. But right. it could, you're you might be right in that we might get some of the Gordon year one stuff because they don't want to do Harvey Dent. Right. You did Harvey Dent in the dark. Like you, Harvey Dent's whole, the long Halloween thread was already right. done. In, yeah. in you literally night. couldn't do it again. You couldn't, yeah. it hasn't been that long. <laughs> so I can absolutely see, you mentioned it, Jim Gordon being the guy instead and then pulling his thread from year one. And mixing it here and that would be awesome i'm absolutely down to see that um what do you think of my other conspiracy theory which is that you know we were talking about um how much the long halloween is gonna be used and taken around and stuff for like for this um any chance that they will pull from hush for this as well because um is that not another jeff Lope story <laughs> uh yeah it is it, it is. is it is it is, it is another Holy jeff, jeff. Jeff, yeah. jeff has a bad <laughs> <laughs> he's got 
I mean, I, you know, Jeff Loeb and uh, beyond just the long Halloween, he, he a lot of the stuff that he's written in the, in his heyday were like seminal stories. Like, boom, yeah. long Halloween, boom, Bat, uh, Spider-Man blue, <laughs> boom, 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 what the fuck we were just talking about. Uh, uh, hush. What was hush? He, right. he was he's killing it. And then his Marvel TV career happened. And, yeah. And, well, that's the thing. He the guy is most notably a screenwriter. And I want to say the Long Halloween was probably one of the first long form series that they were able to tackle besides the little ones and twos that they had been doing together as a as a unit. Um, and it this I, it's time to talk about it. This reads like a movie. There's in in a way that's almost inexplicable. <laughs> you have to uh, grab this book to to get that. Um, and one of the things that does that is the stylized art. In this. I didn't know. I did not know that that he was uh, also a screenwriter. So it makes like the screen. He might have because you know they write the they write the uh, the story, but they're also giving direction to the yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine he kind of plotted it like a storyboard. Because it felt like a storyboard, like the sequential art was was just on point. Like it was, it was awesome. You felt like you were sliding through this book. It was like an actual film. There were no, there were no, there were rarely spaces in between the panels that needed to be filled in. Right. You know? Like if, especially if you were really paying attention to the background, like a character would never just appear. It was always framed to see where they're coming from they're on their way the footsteps in the door first yeah. you know it, it's always if if selena showed up by surprise go back a few pages because you'll see her silhouette in the rooftops okay like, right it is awesome it is awesome he has um tim sale i feel like we didn't mention his name tim he, sale by the let way me, let me the make artist. yeah <laughs> so um teen wolf the movie teen wolf was written by jeff Loeb. <laughs> oh shit! The whole Holy... movie. I uh, did not know that. Uh, uh, Commando, as well. Wow! Wow! Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, uh, Burglar. Never heard of it, but Teen Wolf two as well. That's crazy. Um, so my man, that. my man was out there doing that, um, and then would go on to get roped into doing some, um, some comics. But yeah, like you said, it there's no yeah. wasted panel. His Everything is on, done. I was gonna say his run on Batman and Superman is the one that is is one I forgot to mention. I, oh I yes, knew there was one. I was like, yes, I'm on tip of my tongue on the tip. Yeah, it's Batman Superman. They awesome. also do Superman of all seasons. Is that any good? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yes, yeah, I, I love his. I love Tim Sales because, like, when he does comic characters, they're caricatures of themselves. And you get like the big puffy Superman, like he's he's so yeah. puffy. I love that's the only way to explain him. I love his Superman. Yeah, I mean the muff the muscle definition in Batman in this is absolutely ridiculous. You see abs po- poking out of the out of the, the latex cape, and stuff. His cape acts like a shadow more than it yeah. acts like a cape. Oh, I the use of shadows in this in general had, oh, was amazing. Absolutely. Uh, amazing um i i love the depiction of the mobsters in this i love how falcone how falcone is drawn i always get falcone and maroni all, <laughs> <laughs> all mixed up and all together understandable Fal- who was falcone in the dark knight 
Uh, did they only have Maroney? He was in Batman Begins. Bruce, the young Bruce, goes into his bar. Like if and he gets him kicked something. out, right? He gets yeah, him kicked yeah, out. He's like, look at you, yeah, idiot. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Judge, the judge is over there. And he's having yeah, yep. strippers. <laughs> he's like, get the hell out of here, bro. Yeah. Um, so, okay. And then is the uh, is Maroney the guy who they break his ankles? They throw him off the yes. thing? Okay, I, okay. I think so. Because I, I remember Maroney. I, how do I explain? I don't want to explain it. I'm sounding like that. <laughs> no, what's I, I funny can't... is if for those who can't see, it looked like you would do it. <laughs> it looked like you were doing the Italian. <laughs> so we're like, hey, how do, how can I explain it, huh? <laughs> hey. Oh man, <laughs> he's in there though. He's in no, there. I think yeah, I think Maroni, <laughs> Maroni, Maroni's in there. Falcone, Falcone. I was saying Falcone it's on Fal- occasion. I think it's Falcone. It is Falcone, right? I've heard other people say Falcone. Because it would like, be ah. weird. Because it would be weird if it was Falcone and Maroni. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of one note. But like yeah. directly, because I guess this, you know, this like pulled also from like the the biggest mobster stuff at the time. Like, there's direct panels yeah, that quotes. look like Godfather or quotes, and quotes, yeah, Silence of the Lambs <laughs> with um with Calendar Man. Like that's all yeah. signs of the lambs. Like Calendar yeah. Man was never depicted like that before, and all of a sudden he's this super intellectual fucking yeah. you know, uh, guy. What do you think about that? That's probably one of the biggest changes in the lore. What do you think <laughs> of, about this Calendar Man? It works. I think it works very well. I don't like the way they did it in the adaptation. They okay. did a weird. Ver- it was really weird. I don't think it came across the way <laughs> the way it came across in the book. Yeah. Uh, like you said, in the book, it came across much more uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, and, I, and I absolutely loved it. That's loved also it. another another example of the sliding scale, right? The fact that they would even work with that man or even listen to anything he says shows them <laughs> how how like lost they were in all of it, where they're just like, hey, this crazy guy will narc on the other one because he's upset that they're taking his gimmick. <laughs> so let's sit down and talk it to also- him. It also gives you because you need suspects. It's a murder mystery. If you have a murder yes. mystery, you need suspects, and you have to place them in suspicious places. So Batman always made sure to say, like, he's locked up, but we don't know that those records are good. <laughs> like, right? He was. And people are constantly breaking out of here, right? People, people yeah, are constantly breaking yeah. out the whole story. People are breaking out, so it shows you, uh, you know, how cyclical or the revolving door that's on Arkham Asylum, where they just, you know, they come in, one person comes in, another person leaves. Um. Yeah, the the art in this this was something that you probably uh, most people noticed right off the bat. What do you think re-entering this world as somebody who hasn't possibly read this in a while? Do you gain? Have you gained a a further appreciation for it? Do you think it works in the storytelling aspect and what it's trying to accomplish? The first time I read the Long Halloween, it was like you said. You you go online. You just started reading comics. What are the top 100 comic books of all time top 25 right. and i'm but i didn't even buy it i was uh buying other books and my little brother who didn't know anything about comics he was like i'm gonna buy this one and he's got the long halloween he buys the long halloween i've still got that very same copy it's old. oh that's amazing it's it's old but i read this in preparation for this and when i first read it it was I was like like I said an inexperienced comic book reader. It was new. It was just a story 
The art was weird. I was like, wow, this is strange. Joker's got big, giant, broken piano keys teeth. And it's right. like the strangest thing. And it would... And I loved this story even on my first read, but I always felt like the art was weird. And I never, it didn't click with me the way it did this time. Like this awesome. time, coming coming back to it after like reading, uh, you know, whatever, thousands of other comic issues right. of comic books. Um, I just, I was just blown away. Like it, it was like a new experience. Like, wow. Like, right. holy shit. And some of the things that were happening uh, that I was seeing, like we spoke about already, just uh, the use of shadows, the 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 way the I'm, I'm all excited. No, I know you're good. Of, we basically said everything. No, but like you were saying the character introductions, right? The character introductions, um, the way the holiday was constantly portrayed, right? Where, you know, literally you have a regular ass scene happening, people talking or whatever. And then all of a sudden you'll have a gun come into another panel and you're like oh my god it's a holiday boom 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 <laughs> couple shots a bunch of blood and then almost all the the death scenes were depicted in black and white um only showing possibly blood and maybe the whatever trinket and the, and holiday the, yeah, the cheap holiday item that would be left behind in the blood that so many it. 99 cent store runs bro <laughs> so many 99 <laughs> cent stores some Yemen, some Yemenese guy in in uh, Gotham City is getting paid. He's getting paid yeah, he's by all the villains. They all go to the ninety nine cents store and buy the weird gimmicks. I he's heard good. of a story about that. This is completely off topic. I heard of a story called Neutral Ground, where it's this guy who makes gadgets, but he makes gadgets both for Batman and for the villains. I've got to find out. I've got to find out where where that is. I've never heard of that. That sounds great. I definitely want to touch. Uh, uh, you know, get on that in a bit. Um, one of the things we spoke about off air. Um, that because we were both gushing about this thing once we read it. Because it's it's so hard not to read this and just want to just talk about it all the time. But um, we spoke a lot about this idea that permeates the entire series through a bunch of different characters about powerful men trying to maintain that power and maintain their lives and their sanity in multiple cases right um what do you think about not only following batman but looking at the falcons and their family looking at harvey and his home life looking at jim and watching him trying to balance uh life with barbara and and their child you know um it, what do you think about taking the focus off of batman at several points to show how other people are handling the madness in Gotham. That's always that's always an important thing when you want your stories to feel more real. You the uh, you want to know the other characters in the story. You don't just want to be you don't just want it to be about the he, Batman. You know, I mean, sometimes that's that's fine, but then the villains or whoever else is in the story end up feeling like you know flat, cheap, uh, right? Uh, so. Putting the focus on Jim or uh, which not not always on Jim because Jim had his his spotlight in year one. So this time right. we got glimpses of his life, like an update, like a, like an update on everything that had happened in uh, year one. But it was mostly there to contrast uh, Harvey Dent's relationship with Gilda, right? Like, which we got to see a lot more of. Uh that was really important. <laughs> I thought it was really important to show that uh, 
because the events will reveal, right? <laughs> right. I feel like we we we're we, we like hiding spoilers or whatever, right? The book is twenty. No spoil. I guess spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, people. Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> if you clicked on this episode, you want to talk, you want to hear Long Halloween. So yeah. we're going into all of it. Spoilers. Uh, it's it's abound. important. Yeah, it's yes. important. Uh, for the eventual reveal that Gilda is one of the holiday killers, you know, yes. like to, to see how she was reacting to Harvey Dent having to be out late and base and, and his work life and, and what was happening to him in comparison to how Jim Gordon's wife took it and how yeah. understanding she was and how right. e- even though it weighed on Gordon to have to miss a holiday or to have to be out. You know, she understood. She understood. I think, Uh, you know, what's even kind of twisted, right? And I may be looking way into things, but their relationship ultimately does become, does it not become a casualty of all this anyway? Don't don't they end up getting divorced somewhere down the line? (laughs) At least in, uh, I know that in in the Dark Knight Returns, he's with... The lady Barbara? that he cheated that he's oh, okay, okay, okay. Sarah Essen. Right, right. He cheated on uh Barbara with in right. year one. But I don't remember if they kept that. Like, cause I know if eventually both Jim Gordon Jr. and Barbara have to be born. Yes. Right? And in this story, she gave birth to um Jim Gordon Ju- Jimmy, little Jimmy is, Gordon is, Jr. Is is uh year one where that like is that yeah. where and so everyone else following that has to include Jim Gordon Jr. because he debuted in year one. As yeah, a baby. yeah. Okay, he was ignored for a little while too, but uh, you know, Black Scott Mirror, Snyder baby, Black yeah. Mirror. I Black love Mirror. that story. I fucking so love good. that story. So, so good. good, so good. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I think that uh, it would be weird if Sarah Essen is the one that gives birth to Barbara. <laughs> like, so I think, so. yeah, I'm gonna say that. Let's hope in the long Halloween continuity, he does not mess up his marriage because <laughs> <laughs> he already, because yeah. he already messed it up in year one, right? And she forgave him. She's so forgiving. Jim is. That's why I love. Fan. That's why I love the moment God of damn. the whole. I, like somebody accosts him for smoking. Like that's always been yeah. the thing, right? Like she don't yeah, fucking yeah. like him smoking, and yeah, he yeah, always yeah. gets back into it. <laughs> I, I I love that. Um, yeah, you're 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 reading this, and it feels um, like a, a dynamic new story. And then you turn the page, and you see the mountain of cash, right? That the mobsters have. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have I seen this? Oh, we're gonna burn it. Wait a yeah. second here. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it's it's it, it's the artwork. What do you think are some of your favorite designs in this? Some of the the, the characterizations. I loved uh, pretty much everybody, but I love Batman. I loved mm-hmm. uh, big giant pointy ears and the massive body. Massive. I love <laughs> I love beefy Batman. Okay, the bat. I love my Batman to be beefy. How are you handling what's going on currently then? How are you? Listen, how have you managed to? Don't we, get me started. We all take losses. We all don't, take losses. Don't we, get me started. You lasted this. through the bat nipples, bro. I think you I know, did. You can, if you I, can manage I, this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I, there's a trend of skinnier Batman. Okay. I can't, I can't, 
I, I, I understand. Well, it's weird because we, we're coming from the beefiest possibly. From beefy right? Ben Affleck, Batman. Who Beef we had Affleck. For, <laughs> he, was, uh, he was so good. We had him for like seconds, and we never got a Batman movie with no. beefy Batman. All Batman movies, I guess, how, I guess George Clooney had, did have like a big suit. Yeah, like a big muscle. I always him. I always just remember that they had those Arctic suits ready. That's that's the thing I always remember (laughs) about that fucking movie is that they just randomly were like, "Oh yeah, okay, guys, we got to put on our Arctic suits and they're silver for some reason." And so, uh, yeah, uh, madness, absolute madness. But yeah, big big beefy Batman. (laughs) Um, I love the uh, I love Poison Ivy. She's got like a junk. She's like a jungle. You know, yeah. like, yeah, her uh, almost more plant than human. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, a Joker, obviously, Joker with his like I mentioned earlier, giant, giant chin and broken piano teeth, and like it, it was great. Uh, especially when they had him in the Christmas <laughs> in the Christmas outfit, just yeah, uh, basically being the Grinch. I was about to say, I was just about to say the Grinch shit because he comes in saying <laughs> that. Um, I liked Alberto's design. I like the little, yes. the little, the little glasses, the, the reflections and stuff. Yeah. Um, but also Carla's. She's like 7'2". <laughs> fucking three. She's like <laughs> Mitch Trunchbull. She's just Daddy. like this big fucking. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll save you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, my delicate princess. <laughs> like she benches 300 pounds. Listen, that's I, I've got two daughters. right? And if I had, I want I would love if one of them ends up being strong and beefy. Like, <laughs> hey, just bro, like we, we, we've seen Encanto, right? So like, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Exactly, she, uh, Luis, uh, like right? That's yeah, yeah. I think it's Luisa. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know that should that should exist. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, this story is a morality tale, kind of hidden under a murder mystery. I think the murder mystery is how you sell it, but once you're in it, you're almost not even in it for that. Like the 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 rewards you get for just paying attention like you said looking through panels looking at panels all of it matches up after the fact um all the calendar man being like oh you know probably a woman and Ritter like well uh you know i think a girl bought this uh this gun to tell you the truth that's probably my favorite issue the one where riddler basically confirms nothing where he gets brought in <laughs> falcon brings him in is like who do you think is the holiday killer and he's like, it could be this person, it could be that person. He's like, you just mentioned like five people. <laughs> You've not gotten us any closer to this thing. Uh, it's it's a wrap. Um, and then he was supposed to get killed, but he ends up uh, living. No Riddler in the um, film adaptation, which we both were able to catch right before this recording. Uh, a bit a bit let down by the film adaptation, in my opinion. Yeah, I I liked it a lot better when I. <laughs> couldn't remember the long Halloween. I, yeah, I like because I remember watching it. And I was like, "Wow, this is pretty damn good." It's a damn mm-hmm. good Batman fo- uh, movie. I enjoyed it. And I read the Halloween, and I'm like, "Well, that was fun. that was amazing. <laughs> right. That was one of the greatest damn Batman books I've ever read." 100%. And I go to rewatch the fucking the, the movie, and it's like, "Oh, oh no." They, <laughs> They butchered it. They right. chopped it up into pieces, and they did all these things, and they made all these weird choices. What do you think is their game? Why do you think they changed fundamentally 
uh, big things about these stories. Like, did, I, did you see Hush? I did see Hush. I mean, I don't feel. Oh, I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm sick of this. I'm they can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> this is nuts. Why does everyone come onto these things and feel like they have to leave their mark? Like they have to, they have to do what people are going to remember them for, or whatever. Like no, or even worse, have... some some of it makes it feel like it's the the Vince Russo swerve of it all. Yeah, like hey, bro, they think they know this comic, bro. We're about to change this whole game, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They think they know, uh, you know, the answers because that actually makes sense. Well, we're about to make it not make sense just so that they can't say that they they figured it out. One hundred percent. Why? Yeah, seriously. Why? They think that they're obligated to uh, give give us a surprise, even though we know the story. Like we want to give the people who've read the story a new experience. Yeah, but we didn't ask for that. We didn't, nobody asked for that. No. I, they said they were gonna put the long Halloween, <laughs> and I could watch it with my family and I can share it with them, even though they don't want to read or something. I can be like, hey, let's watch the movie, you know. And, I, and if I put that on, they're gonna be like, wow, that was awesome. And I'm gonna be like, that wasn't what I tried to show you. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm cracking man. up. I, I'm having a flash of you having this argument at Best Buy with the employee. Like, bro, <laughs> what you what you sell me? Like, come on, man. But that's what I always tell people. Like when I when I try to defend the idea of people saying like the comic is better, the the analogy that I try to use is a joke. Like you hear this awesome fucking joke, and so you want to tell it, but you know somebody who could tell it better, and then they tell it wrong, and so all of a sudden <laughs> no one laughs, and you're like, no, that was a great joke. It's great, trust me. It 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 it's killer, but if told wrong or even missing a single detail, it changes the whole thing, the whole delivery fundamentally. You pull a domino, and the other ones fall down because they yeah. have to logically. <laughs> right. It, it sucks. I, it sucked to see some of the choices they made more right. than anything. Because like I said, on its own, it's a pretty damn good Batman story. But it's like, it's a butchered version of the of the good, good one. Yeah. I'm yeah. hurt. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a shame that they feel like they need to change things about it. Um, for some reason, there's some weird Gilda Alberto relation prior relationship that they felt like they needed to to layer what in. What's that about? Like what? The, <laughs> I don't. What I don't know. Why would Harvey date a known? There's no way she's not known as the woman who dated Alberto Falcone. So why would he feel that that would be the best person for him? It just doesn't so make any sense. I read actually read an interview. I'm gonna pull it up. I I read an interview. Uh, it was about part one. Okay. But the philosophy, I guess, was taken for all the other ones, too, where um, the screenwriter talks about why they made some of the changes. And again, screenwriter for a movie. I mean, for a yeah, for a movie that's already pre storyboarded. Yeah, it's like it's like Watchmen. Watchmen was fucking storyboarded. So it was like, oh, it yeah, 100 percent. It was like, oh, and my it, God. Great adaptation. It's like, yeah, he took he took what was on the page and he was like, now shoot that. And it worked. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have fucking thought that all the work was already done? They so he blames some of it for time. He says okay. he wants to cut some things out for time and other things 
Would because he won, um, and I know I don't really, I don't even really feel like he took out much though to, for time. For no, time. he didn't. So, but this is unfortunately, and I hate, I hate that I'm gonna bring this up because I know the kind of people that don't like this kind of stuff, and they're not exactly the kind of people that I usually agree with. Ideal, uh, like with, yeah. about with my ideals, <laughs> but um, right. He says he made a lot of changes because he wanted to. He he felt like the original book wasn't diverse enough, and he wanted to whatever the fuck that means, right? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm all right, get it, get it. No, no, you don't even have to. You don't even have to because I have one question for you, Yogi. Name me one black character in the adaptation that we want, the animated adaptation for both films. None. None. No, diverse no, for what? Diverse for who? What, we, what, we do, what we doing? They ain't no diversity. What are you talking about? He said. He <laughs> said no black people in Gotham. What's going on here? He <laughs> said that he want because uh, he changed the Irish gang to a Chinese gang. Right? Bro, said, I was so confused. I was so confused because Mickey, that's the guy. Yeah, Mickey's the guy yeah. that gets hired by the Falcons to yeah. put on a hit. And all of a sudden, he turns to Mickey Chen. And I was like, who the fuck is Mickey Chen? <laughs> he, he says that they, the, they, we had a bad idea of Irish gangs at the time. Like a stereotype? So, right, yeah, right. So he made a Chinese gang. And I'm like... It's a stereotype? <laughs> did you just... <laughs> Transfer the stereotype over to another race. We don't want to anger the Irish, so uh, let's get some stereotypical <laughs> Chinese gangsters in this. What? Uh, what? Who, all, who all have melee <laughs> weapons, right? Because they all all Chinese people, especially gangsters, just carry around fucking melee weapons to throw and attack <laughs> Batman with. Um, absolutely ridiculous. I remember you saying like, "Oh, they just wanted like an action scene or something." <laughs> like they just because they did. They instead of instead of the very cool uh, detective stuff that we get, where they get Mickey, yeah. <laughs> the guy from the Irish gang, and they get him to confess that he did it, but he says it's for him, and nobody made him do it, and everybody stuck to the plan. And so what they do is they tell him that he succeeded, and that Harvey Dent is dead, and mm-hmm. that and that uh, you know, they're gonna fucking take him all to jail, and they say fuck it. But instead, they switch him out and they give Harvey Dent a classic Batman disguise, disguise where you yep. can't tell who it is, and it's it's so awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. It totally and, is. And even then, he's like. I don't know how anyone could be two people at once. And it's like, oh, Harvey. <laughs> oh, young, innocent <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> You'll learn this soon enough. And they and they replaced that with a uh, five-minute karate kung fu fight scene. <laughs> even, Cat, even Catwoman gets involved out of nowhere. No, no you're, she, you're she, right. You, they talk about loss of time, right? And what gets switched out for what? But it's like, what? <laughs> I don't. That wasn't completely necessary, was it? The whole Grundy thing, which was essentially a cameo in the real story, was cut down to like two seconds. Uh, My favorite Grundy stuff is the stuff with him and Harvey. I felt like that was really because he's a monster at that point. Harvey is and he's looking at another monster. He almost sees like a kindred spirit. He's like, we could totally do this. Uh, um, I like the burns better in the story. The Harvey Dent burns better in the story i don't understand how acid would dye your hair 
I've never, I've never gotten it. It's been in multiple cases of, of, of Too Faced. <laughs> I don't, acid doesn't just bleach you, bro. It doesn't burn your, your skin to its muscle <laughs> and then bleach your hair. That doesn't make any sense. Um, hamburger face, bro. Hamburger face is the way to go. And, and the best part of hamburger face, he escapes the hospital, which is why he doesn't have any fucking recovery. That's yes. the, what a, like a snaking its own tail. Perfect. Perfect. That's the reason why he's walking around on like just raw meat. Because like, he's in the sewers with a raw freaking injury. It's great. Yes. It's disgusting. It works. It works so well in that. Um, but in the adaptation, we get creeps of insanity with Harvey, which I wasn't a hundred percent down with. Um, one of the most common depictions that we've gotten is from the animated series, which is the, uh, this idea that Harvey was always kind of messing around with disassociative identity disorder and always had a big, big, bad Harv. Where do you sit on it? Do you, (laughs) it does the, in, um, affliction does the, the, does the incident create these, these two people or was Harvey always kind of duplicitous? I am, I, I, I like I said, I, I always like it better when things are grounded in reality first and then yeah. they move on to the fantastical. So I'm 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 a bit more partial to the idea that he had an issue as a child and the 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 being affected by his work just made it worse. So like you can combine the best of those two worlds and uh you'll get something really cool that makes sense. Because otherwise, it's really weird and fantastical. Like, why, why is it that? Because he got burned, and half his face happened to get burned. <laughs> He's two people now. Like, where did that come from? But if you kind of see the difference, he was a baby. Like, he had an issue. Yeah. And 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 being injured like that after having been torn apart by these two worlds and Gotham snapped his mind, and now he's stuck like this forever. That's so cool. It makes so much sense. Yeah. It's very cool. We've seen how trauma can work. I mean, it it literally worked the opposite for Batman in this, right? I'm not to say, not to say, not to say trauma is cool. No, 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 no. But it's, it's realistic and it's relatable is what you're saying. Like you can see how somebody gets there, but if they just got there because they're a mustache twirling villain, ooh, ooh, ah, ha, ha, it gets a little bit less, which is what, one could argue the killing joke did for Joker, right? Like, because before then, he's like we said, he's the Grinch. He just shows up, fucks shit up in a theatrical fashion, gets arrested, and we all go back to gangbusters. But the idea that there might be a actual story there to why he became what he became, I think, makes him a, a three dimensional character in a way that initially he wasn't. And <laughs> we were we were talking about how these crazy character designs, and you were touching about a, this this evolution of Gotham and almost a um a turning of a page of a chapter where we're kind of closing the book on mobsters and now we have all these crazy uh fantastical villains and they're drawn like monsters almost they're drawn like inhuman people um and like it it it, it makes you think like how much in the muck batman is going to have to get into to eradicate these these creatures, these, these, cause they're not human seemingly like, you know, the, uh, poison ivies and stuff of the world. I think the poison ivy stuff goes a bit long in the comic. A bit yeah, long. But essentially he would have been stuck as he, he, he was stuck as uh, under her control for what, like a month. 
Yeah, in the in the movie it says three. Three months? Was in the movie she three says months? three because he says she Selena tells him and he's like, Oh my god, three months and where's holiday? And she's like, he's still out there doing this shit. <laughs> but my thing is like you I think Alfred would know. Like, wouldn't Alfred fucking figure that shit out? Eventually. After I know that in the months. comic in the comic he just walks away from Alfred and walks to Poison Ivy and shit. But like yeah, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Because that's the majority of what the story starts off with, this idea that uh, the Roman, uh, Carmine Falcone, has a mole uh, that's going to help him win over the uh, board of trustees at the Bank of Gotham and will help him launder his money. Um, and so when Bruce Wayne is adamant that it's not going to work, he's like, well, then I'm bringing in Poison Ivy, willing to work with the freaks like we were talking about before, to, to let the ends justify the means. Um, but like that freak life got him killed. Like everyone's sacrifice of their own morals was their undoing in a way. You know, it almost tells you to stick by your guns. And because anyone who makes a sacrifice, oh no, no, this is for the greater good, kind of gets screwed over. It happened to everyone. Everyone, like you said, everyone who made the choice, but everyone who stuck to their guns pretty much turned out okay i mean as okay as you could be <laughs> right in this situation <laughs> did you hear this narrative that someone postulated that selena was uh observing falcone because she thought he might be her father what is yeah that, that's what that i written was that i don't think it was ever something? written that i don't think it was ever written that way but the next um like she gets her own spin-off comic in the same continuity. Catwoman went in Rome or uh Hot Rome Nights or something like that. Um <laughs> and cuz we we're, we're constantly shown that she is keeping close eyes on the Roman. The animated movie, I think he says her mother's name before he dies or something like that. Doesn't he say some kind of name and she's like, "Okay, I got that." and she walks away. What um the hell? Okay, so okay there there's a short story um because in in the long halloween there's a period of time where catwoman goes to italy and she comes yes. back right uh and that is a story that you can read uh is that in <laughs> is that in this or is that in uh dark victory it might be uh, i honestly i can't, i can't remember right i feel now. like I she was to, around for this whole i feel like she was around for this whole story it might be dark victory then but it's a spin off to this world and it's a shorter story and maybe there's something in there that implies that she was spying on the Roman because she thought it was her father. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have to look it up now. Now <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like any of that though. I think that's a little bit too close. I don't know. But I don't know that they ever explained it either. Right. Um, no, no. And again, she gets no answers cause he dies. So, uh, you know, it's an open and shut case on that, but I almost specifically remember, um, them mentioning a name uh, in the animated version when he dies, um, Catwoman gets a name from him. So yeah, she might have been looking for some familiar yeah, ties. That is that's the that's the whole story, and it is a it is parallel to uh, Dark Victory, not Long okay. Halloween. Okay, and yeah, okay. she uh, she thinks that Falcon is her father, right? But. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that he is. <laughs> I don't think that the, her parent, she, her she, parenting she, has ever never, been explored, she's right? Never, uh, she's never able to figure it out, though. She just right. kind of says goodbye to him at his grave and 
leaves it alone. But uh, mm. where do you sit on that? Do you want him to be the papa? I, 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 I'm gonna just go ahead and say if they wrote, I, I'm gonna have to read it because I have to see how they wrote it. If they wrote it that way, but they didn't give a conclusive answer, but like if it's clearly like her father, then I'm gonna have to go with it. But I have to right. read it. But this would also tie into issue. this would also tie into year one, right? So it would be a father that allowed his daughter to fall into prostitution. I don't think I think that's the issue. Like he doesn't give a, he doesn't care. He probably had her with someone that he didn't want to be with, you know. And we actually saw the treatment of Alberto, so it kind of lines up. Like that was his actual factual, right? Son, a smart kid wanted to be a part of the business, and he kind of put him on the bench. So if he would do that to Alberto, a child out of wedlock. I can he see him, him just too. as much as he treated him like crap. He loved Alberto. Yeah, he's the only guy. He's the only guy I can trust around here. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to. He kind of wanted to keep him clean yeah. from all this. Um, so you have Gilda, who like, I, I mean, I'm gonna probably get some heat for saying this. Down ass chick, like yeah, she, she, she's like, I want you home more. This thing is a you're obsessing <laughs> over it, so I will get rid of it for you. And she goes and kills. Some of the it's most a, notable people in yeah. <laughs> Gotham City. It's great. It's unfortunate because she's also being torn, uh, basically pulled into the world of freaks. You know, yeah. Like she is by Harvey's work being becoming one of Gotham's new freaks. You know, the holiday. Yeah, she's just like them now. And and Alberto says something similarly when he speaks to. I think he's talking to um, his dad or whatever when he's just gloating or whatever. And he goes to the length of saying, like, you're old hat. Like, the mobsters are old hat. Like, yes, they no don't one's want as, you anymore. Yeah, no one's as big as me. I'm Holiday. And just all of a sudden, because he has a gimmick now, he becomes in the new echelon of 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 uh, supervillains. And <laughs> it's funny. Like, it's like, the, the, hey, bro, you want to upgrade? You got to get a nickname. You got to get an outfit. You got to have a gimmick, bro. Get it. Get it right. It's great because uh, the story actually starts off and it feels entirely like a gangster film, you know, Mm -hmm. like uh, a gangster film with a murder mystery. But as each holiday goes on, a new a new rogue is introduced. Not new, but Batman would already have history with him. At least I'd say if it's year two, then he's at least experienced them one time and put them each in jail one time you know like they're not like regulars this is like a new thing but as the story goes on and you're introduced to more and more and more rogues the entire thing like as gotham is transforming the story is transforming and by the end you get that scene where all the all the freaks are out at the same time and this is the new gotham this is the new uh the new world for batman this world of rogues yeah, it's, one of the uh, one of the things I felt like I I didn't get on the first read of this that like was fucking uh, alarm bells the second time is how comfortable Harvey is in the rogue gallery, right? Oh yeah, like when he's there at Falcone's and he su- surprises him, he's just another one of them. He's sitting he's sitting there right there with the rest of these freaks, and he is at home, comfortable, cool, calm, and collected. Uh, we've seen him stress out. We've seen him lose sleep. We've seen him. We've seen Gilda open doors, and he's just sitting there in a wife beater in the dark <laughs> with a coin. And shit. It's like nothing to worry about here. Um, but once he becomes disfigured, and he and he 
deals with the freaks. He meets Grundy. He obviously breaks everybody out of Arkham. Um, he's now committed. He sees the world the way they do. And he has realized that just like the city, he has to evolve and he has to become something else to get what he wants. Um, there might be nothing more tragic than the loss of, of Harvey's soul to Gotham in Harvey. Batman's universe. Harvey was something Gotham needed. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's the whole thing. He was something Gotham needed, but he was so, uh, I don't know, pure, not pure, but like he was, he was so right for Gotham and corrupted him. It did what Gotham does. You know? yeah. It corrupted him and broke him turned him into one of the freaks you know and we were talking about this a bit offline but this book plays expertly with your expectations of what happens with harvey dent because if you know harvey dent you know he becomes two-faced so like i said again it's like watching the, uh, a remake of titanic and you're like where's the iceberg it's coming it's gotta come it's good you know <laughs> and he's like oh you know oh my you know what a great tuesday you're like oh my god what's he he's gonna turn into two-faced <laughs> like every turn you're just like waiting for the the shoe to drop and again expert use of shadows in multiple occasions especially when he's feeling more nefarious half of his face is covered i love right? I love, like you said, like the use of shadows because then it becomes like minimalist art with just silhouettes of the face. But yeah. you can clearly tell who it is. It's great. Does that baby bottle, a baby nipple thing work? Is that, is that, is that a real thing? I think that's something they got from movies, like gangster movies, and your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. films, detective yeah. films. It's a baby bottle silencer. <laughs> I don't know that that works. I've never seen that in films before, but I'm not as experienced in movies as I that monologue at the end was convenient though, right? Like I looked through all your case files and I learned how to <laughs> how to get a weapon, mask a weapon, use a weapon, get a silencer. <laughs> <laughs> like it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> we gotta figure out first in just maybe one or two lines how to make her capable of all these yeah. things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It feels like well, a bit of a last minute. They probably wanted to go Harvey and I don't know, but all so, the all the breadcrumbs. Yeah, you're right. All yeah, the breadcrumbs yeah. is there. I felt that way too, though. At first, I was like, "Man, is this a thing that they tack on at the end?" But when but when you read it, you can tell. You know, there's certain times where they're talking about the crime, and then the very next scene is like Gilda, like, "Hey, Harvey, you yeah. know, like what's going on?" And Barbara's oh, making it worse on occasion, right? Because Barbara's like. It, this sucks like what's going on and she's like i miss my husband like when am i gonna get my husband back he's been <laughs> a slave to all of this you know and like i said she's expressed a frustration already so there the breadcrumb is there um i love and i wish we would have got a little bit more of this in the dark night but i love batman's refusal to believe it's harvey yes yes he's he 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 it's impossible that it could be harvey like there's just no way we made yeah. a promise. We made <laughs> like, a promise on the road. Are you guys? Are you guys the type to break <laughs> vows? Because I don't break like, vows, bro. What's <laughs> going on, like, bro? Like Alfred's like, Bruce. he's like Alfred. He made the promise with me and, and Jim. You don't understand, bro. Like, <laughs> yes, uh, the promise, the promise. I get it. I'm gonna go make you some soup now. But yeah, no, totally. Like. Is that a fault of Batman that he would hold other people to his standards? I don't know. Well, 
that's a fault. It's toxic when you have children. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you made a vow, Dick. Know. You made a vow. Yeah. Now cover up that gun gunshot wound and <laughs> let's get into the cave. <laughs> but um I uh I I like that he believed in Harvey Dent because he believe that's I believe in Harvey Dent. He believes in Harvey Dent. Uh, he believed Again, in Harvey Dent truly. How tragic is that line now? In retrospect, even in Dark Knight, like the entire world was rooting for this man in a way. Like they wanted him to succeed, but Gotham is too. It's it, once it got you in your clutches, you ain't you ain't getting out. No one's good yeah. enough. That's that line from the Godfather, you know? the the first line of the movie. I believe in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, they made it work here. I love it. Yeah, and I then to it. for them to it to get translated into Dark Knight the way that it did, um, and you get that you get the Bruce Wayne, um, you know, I believe in Harvey Dent, you know, uh, speech and line, and I think that that totally works. I, I now recontextualize a lot of how I'm going to think of Batman after this reread because of like one could argue the one of the most tragic victims of Gotham's. Gotham and Batman's war is Harvey. And the fact that he got so so much in the crosshairs of that is so tragic <laughs> because he didn't really seek out to be malicious or vengeful or or anything. Like he thought he had Sal Maroney on the ropes in that courtroom. You know, he thought he had him dead to rights. He he absolutely uh he he wanted he, he got so obsessed with with the whole uh Falcone situation that he was blind to what was going on in front of him with with, uh, with Maroni. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll get to that, right? We might as well get into the uh, yeah, yeah, just the actual recap. Yeah, you know, it feels like we talked about we we were got, we gushed about the book so hard. We, yeah, we we could we could we could jump over the the parts that we've uh you know we've expressed, we, but let's get into this. Yeah, so uh. The the whole thing, like you said, the first line of the book, I believe in Gotham City because the whole thing is about the transformation of Gotham City, and right. how God, how Bruce's whole Bruce's whole ideals are basically being ripped away in front of him as right. the city changes. Uh, but yeah, we get a some which, uh, as much as we all remember that the the story is from Halloween to Halloween, it actually starts with a party in the summer. Yeah, it starts with, it starts in June, and like you were just talking about with Godfather's, like yes, you are at my daughter's wedding, kind of. Since you get that kind of vibe, literally, yeah. literally, at a at a summer wedding party, uh, Bruce is basically invited over to the Falcone wedding party or summer party because they want to use the banks that Wayne Industry owns to launder right. their money. Right. <laughs> I know your father; he saved my life on a dining room table when I was young. You know, they yeah. have a connection to which Bruce says, you know, that was a long time ago. I ain't doing any of that. Yeah. <laughs> initially, they don't they don't let they don't let the cat out of the bag that it was like a, a, you know, improv operation. So you're like, what the hell does Thomas Wayne have to do with with Falcons? Falcons? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're quickly introduced to Albert who catches Bruce who catches Bruce listening in on his father's conversation. Yeah. And then Bruce and, is like, uh, you got nice shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Very special night, particularly the cannoli. Okay. Hey, it's fresh hey. from Italy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you had uh, Femme Fatale, Selena, and Bruce, who already have the relationship with each other from yep. year one. Uh, mm-hmm. I always think it's interesting that in this period, Bruce and Selena are so connected, but they don't know about their uh, their other lives. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, the adaptation kind of <laughs> threw that out the window. And uh, that that's one of the things I feel like they actually nailed in Batman Returns was that, yeah. you know, like they were two different couples in, in in public and in their mass. And, yeah, the fact that they didn't know about each other almost added another wrinkle to it. I Yeah. In the in the animated uh, adaptation, she knows he's Bruce Wayne. It kind of takes the, no explanation for that. No, either. it kind of just deflates those tires. I might that might have been a side effect of the animation uh taking place in a new universe. There yeah. might be like rules that they had to stick with, but that makes sense. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh literally Bruce is gonna leave the party and Selena and he sees Selena there with and he's just like suddenly the urges uh <laughs> urge I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick around, I'm gonna stick around with my boo. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm absolutely chilling. Uh, Harvey Dent is here. This is where we get the first sign of his uh, how freaking crazy he might actually be. He's at this party in the parking lot taking down license plate numbers just in the open on the security camera. He's like, boss, what is going on? What is that? And they go downstairs, they beat the crap out of him. They beat him unconscious, actually. Bruce and Selena find him. And he's like, hey, uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you for being rich. Like, okay, douchebag. We were just trying to help you off the floor. Yeah, she was like, I guess, I guess that's how you thank people for fucking helping you uh, not get killed. And even, even, even though he was a dick, Bruce is like, I've contributed money to this campaign. I believe in Harvey Dent. First time he says it. And uh, he means it. And the seed is planted <laughs> towards Harvey's perception of those who feel like they're above the law. We yes. get a bit of that of of the idea that he has a resentment to those people, rich or you know, connected, quote unquote, that feel like they could do whatever the hell they want, including beating the hell out of a district attorney in the in a parking lot, like <laughs> you know, willy nilly. Like he he has a resentment towards those who cannot just follow the rules and hurt other people because of it. Selena wants to bang Bruce, and he's like, yes. I uh, want to go be Batman. I'm saving myself for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go dress up in my outfit and run around the roof. Yes. I have an addiction. And she's like, well, <laughs> me, me too. So she leaves. Uh, <laughs> and this is the first time we get to see Jim Gordon, who's captain. Uh, we uh, First, you see it on the door backwards. But I was going to say this. Is that the only time we see it? No. Uh, Harvey didn't walks in the room with his ass beat. And he wants to get drunk. Gordon's like, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> Gordon's <laughs> always down. About, let's talk about this Falcone thing. Uh, Falcone, uh, Harvey feels like he has them outclassed, outmanned, outgunned. Gordon's like, you know, I have a friend. Obviously, he's talking about the big bad bat. Is that how bat. he says it as well in The Dark Knight? I feel like he says it similarly. Like I, I remember, it, I remember Harvey being hesitant to work. Oh, with yeah, one hundred percent. He's like, this guy works outside the lines of the law, right? I don't know that we got so much of that 
I mean, I guess we did. We did get that on the roof. Harvey's like, man, he's worried Bruce is going to break the promise. But I, we're going to get I, to that. I now. totally got to watch this Dark Knight after this. I just got to think I'm just going to put it right? on. And just fucking, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, he's Gordon's like, you know, I have a friend who wants right. to help. Right. So, uh, Selena, Selena's here at the Falcone party back. I, I really wonder what she would have done if Bruce would have said, yeah, he wants to go fuck. Like, what, yeah, right. What, what would she have done? Like, did she? Yeah, because she, she this is know. like this is her backup. Like, I guess I'll I'll rob the mob. Like, <laughs> you know? yeah, like right. Was this your plan B? Like, right. I'm, right. So she she is decides to go see, to the safe, and Bruce uh, <laughs> Bruce is like, yeah, I remember seeing a safe. I'm gonna go rob it as well. <laughs> yeah, yep. he wants to go. He but he's not looking for jewels. You know, he's looking for uh, information. So right. <laughs> as he gets there, Catwoman's already here. Uh, what do you think about this like almost skinless I mean, hairless cat outfit hair, she's the got hairless on. cat outfit it's uh, reminiscent to other cat women outfits I've seen I don't I don't mind it I, it's very but as anti 90s as the rest of this art was uh, the, the di- design for cat oh, women 90s. Really, yeah. it was very 90s she got massive breasts yes, and, yes. And, and a 16 pack abs oh you know what <laughs> Uh, this is a question I, I guess I never even thought to ask. Has she always had a tail? Uh, yeah, she's had a tail in different versions. There's other. There's also versions that don't. Um, I'm trying to remember if she has one recently. I don't <laughs> I think, think so. It feels like a regular bodysuit with goggles and ears. I feel I like, like. I like. I like that in this story, especially where every single character is just a caricature of themselves. Kind of like you go yeah. to 42nd Street in New York and they draw you all cartoonish, but you know it's you. Right. Uh, she's a cat. She's got a tail. She's got the exaggerated cat claws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whiskers. I, I, I love it. She's got whiskers. Yeah. She's got whiskers. <laughs> right. Absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she's robbing the uh, Falcone safe, and she Bruce is absolutely surprised. Uh, this isn't the first time our paths have crossed inside this penthouse. Is there a connection? He's referring to year one, where she yes. gave Falcone that scar in the first mm-hmm. place. Uh, she's just like, I don't have time for this. But she throws all the jewels. So like, what were you even doing, Catwoman? <laughs> she's just yeah. He, uh, well, some people just want to see the world burn. I think that she thinks that he's following her and he wants to continue the game of cat and mouse because he's like, you know, my business here doesn't involve you tonight. And she's like, I don't believe you. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it involve you. (laughs) He's like, he he gets uncomfortably close to this woman that's clearly hostile and doesn't want to speak to him. And he grabs her by the wrists and says, you should believe me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Batman, so aggressive. Out of control. She, she literally tells him, "Like, go on me, like, you being a weirdo," and then they both start getting shot at, which she blames on him. <laughs> he, right, right. Enough. He throws a smoke bomb, which you get this awesome visuals uh, of the first visual of Carmen Five of Carmine Falcone in this smoke. Here is sick. Uh, it's it's nothing but a silhouette, and then it's the top of his head and only the scar. And then it's like his big giant nose lobster face. It's so sick. Uh, Right. He's like, hey, what the heck is going on? Uh, You're ruining this this party situation. 
Catman, uh, Batman and Catwoman over here. <laughs> yep, one million dollars. I want them on dead. Each of their heads. I want them dead. They've ruined my freaking party. Uh, one million dollars for either of them, the bat or the cat. So good. Mm-hmm. This art is so good. <laughs> Bruce yeah. is chasing Selena around in Gotham. He is horny. He is so horny. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, they got an uh, appointment, right? Because now the fucking bat signals up. So he yeah, gotta... he, ch- he chases her around Gotham. The bat signals up. And he's so sad. <laughs> yeah, she got away. But he didn't want. It. He's so weird. He's so weird. This guy's got a weird costume finish. He didn't want to bang her when she was the same woman, but uh, dressed like a cat with a tail. I'll chase her around Gotham. <laughs> this is where we get that great scene. Now the the bat signals in the air. He finally comes to uh, the Gotham City Police Department, and uh, Harvey and Harvey and Jim are there waiting. It's where we get yep. the, the they're, they're talking about their marriage. He's like uh, Harvey from his own experience. He's like, man, does Batman make you take a long time. Does Batman make you wait a long time all the time? Must be a hell on your marriage. And Jim is like, you know, Barbara understands why. Are you guilty of having problems? <laughs> yes. Yes. And we're going to continue to have problems. <laughs> for the rest of the book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, love, fun- I love the stylistic choice in certain panels of not showing jim gordon's eyes you just get the glow of the of the glasses it's very cool that's that's really cool as a glasses wearing person <laughs> I, I, I like it. <laughs> it, it it's totally like now anime does that a lot right you just have this guy and just the the the, gle- the gleam of the glasses you can't even see his eyes he's uh, a, I, he's I, a, I like the when, choice when a bad guy's feeling smug and they have glass they push it back it's just a gleam yeah. And the light goes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. But yeah, the uh, Batman, Bruce, and Dent are um, Batman, Gordon, and Dent are on the roof, and uh, they basically make the promise that uh, they're going to bend some of the rules, but they won't break them. Otherwise, how are they different from uh, Roman Falcone? Uh, right. Dent, this is Dent, he believes that Batman will break this fucking promise so he forces him hey i need to hear you (laughs) (laughs) he was singing this he was singing a song in his head he wasn't paying attention (laughs) he's like what whatever i won't kill him yeah 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 yeah. that that thing that thing yeah yeah (laughs) we get great uh we the way that this page is paneled is actually mirrored in the end they're making the promise here now but in the end they in the end when harvey has broken the promise by killing Roman Falcone, their positions on the page have changed. Because yes. right now, uh, right now, the top page you get three panels. You get you get Jim, you get Dent, and you get Batman in that order. Jim, mm-hmm. the normal, uh, the the person that represents the normal crime in Gotham. Dent, mm-hmm. the person in the middle of it, and Batman, the person that represents the fantastical. But when you get to Harvey after they've broken the promise, the positions have changed. Jim yep. is still in his spot, but Batman's the one caught in the middle, and Harvey's gone. He's Great. full gone, and he's a freak now, and that's awesome. That's yeah, so no, awesome. it's all, it 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 really is. And I never, I've read the story multiple occasions. I've never got that mirror shot until you brought it up, and it's so obvious now in hindsight. And watching, you know, we get that gorgeous scene in uh, the Dark Knight where the camera circles them. The three of them yes, are talking on yes. the roof and the camera just circles them. 
and it, you can feel these three men trapped in this war for Gotham. It's, it's just so well done. Um, you get this moment here, right, where Batman, after he agrees to, uh, you know, stick by the rules, where he leaves the the, the bookkeeping yeah. for um, uh, Falcone. <laughs> and I'm reading this, right? And it's like, oh, it, it's the ledger, you know? I, part of me believes that Chris Nolan read this and was like, ledger, ledger. <laughs> <laughs> Put a pin in that. <laughs> we'll come back to that later. <laughs> You know, I never heard of, is he British? I did not know. I that. I yes, I believe he is. I believe he's British. I could be completely wrong or it completely off base by making that's that. Hilarious. That's hilarious. I hope he's American now. Just so he gave him a British accent. From Compton. <laughs> <laughs> um British American film director. Born in uh Westminster, Lon- London. He probably got a heavy accent or something. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. he saying? I don't know. Blow up a truck. Practical effects. Yeah, I know. Bruce, uh, <laughs> Bruce is here basically telling his bank, which at this point, I didn't know that he o- he even owned a bank. Like, it's not the Wayne Foundation Bank or anything. It's the, the Gotham City Bank. They just yeah, I was very bank. confused by this, but I assumed that this was all rich people stuff. I'm like, okay, so the bank has like a board. Is it not just the owners of the bank? It's just what like rich people, like whoever the best <laughs> investors are. Do they get to vote on this? Like what what happens here? But um, yeah, like Falcone wants to uh bring all his money in, and there's a lot of people very happy with allowing that to happen. But Bruce Wayne's like, so long as I'm on this fucking committee, we're not doing that shit. That's hilarious because the guy's like, no, we're going to let it happen. And he's like, oh, yeah. Then he goes home, dresses up as Batman and goes to the guy's house and says, no, we're fucking not. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he didn't know it was Bruce. (laughs) Right. He's the the same day. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I also have a problem with what you're doing. I know no one else has mentioned it, but one other man who's my height, but I also want you to know that I have a problem with you doing it too. Like, I think it was one one point somebody comes up to Batman and is like, yeah, oh, is it Harvey? He's like, I'm sorry I, you know, went after Bruce Wayne. And he's like, why are you telling me? I don't don't know Bruce. I don't know who that is. What's a Bruce Wayne? So funny. Uh, so yeah, the guy just just gets off the board. He's like, I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> he just quits, and Bruce, uh, he gets his way. Um, immediately we're 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 cut over to Carmine and his kid, and he's very freaking frustrated. He wants the bank guy dead for turning on them because that was his guy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I didn't even catch that until now. I knew it was his guy on the inside, but. I was always weird about Batman just dressing up and going to his house like right, right, you right, bastard. Yeah. But I see he went to his house because he was the guy on the inside. Because he's Batman, he knew. Even if they didn't say he knew, he knew who. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh Johnny Vitti from year one, the guy who kidnapped uh Gordon's kid yep. on the bridge. He's uh I guess he's been in he's been in jail. Right, yeah, like, uh, he, he had to have been in jail with that horrible bowl cut that he got. That's the only way. That's the only explanation <laughs> for why any mobster would would be out there looking like that. But he's there. To, he's there to uh, tie off any loose ends, right? This this guy now who has seemingly already been got 
by somebody who's influenced him not to allow Falcone to uh, launder this money. Well, if he's not going to launder the money, we ain't really got no use for him, right? They killed him. They murdered his ass. Then they give us the first black and white montage of Holiday putting together their nipple gun. Right. <laughs> their nipple gun. Now, is this Gilda or is this Alberta? You would I believe this is Gilda, Gilda. right? Because then they find like this workshop um, downstairs it, it, eventually. It, it's Gilda because we, we're shown the person putting this gun together, right? Sawing off the uh, uh, the, so, the serial, number. Number. serial yeah. number. I was going to say social security number. <laughs> hey, I was you, like, that's you know. not right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> serial number. Uh, everyone's gun has their social. That actually would be a lot better, wouldn't it? Like, as soon as you buy a gun, they should engrave your social into it. <laughs> I think we're figuring yeah, something they, out, bro. We're gonna they, save Gotham. <laughs> so you you see the workshop, and then you see uh, basically two pages later, Gilda mm. comes downstairs in Harvey's shirtless in the very same workshop. Now, if you don't, if you're not paying attention, you won't see it. But it it's it's given away in the beginning that yeah. it's a person that lives in this house because. Right. You can see in the second panel the very same wall with the hammer and the tools. And then yeah. when you see uh, two pages later, Harvey's in the workshop. You see the hammer and the tools hanging on the wall in the very same way. But it's not uh, it's not Harvey, as we know. I guess <laughs> Gilda doesn't know that. <laughs> but- and like I said, th- th- there's many, many a panel where Gilda would just walk in on him and he looks completely guilty. <laughs> and he's like, what? What do you want? <laughs> He's like either covered in blood or he's like lip rifling through like a secret suitcase. And she's like, honey. And he's like, what? What do you want? I always do this. This is this is completely normal for me. And it's like, I don't know about that shit, bro. You look you're looking awfully fucking suspicious. What was he doing down there? What was he? With a screwdriver. He just has a screwdriver. He's just, she's, she's, <laughs> Honey, I like breaking things. I wish I knew how any of this worked. <laughs> no, but but clearly there's other things on the table that he's right. messing with. Right. It's it's all in the art. <laughs> Maybe I should build a gun. Now, how does one build a gun? Let me grab this, pick up the screwdriver and see what's going on here. So assumingly, after she tells him that Daniel Richard has been murdered and uh, he goes off to do something, she gets dressed, Gilda does, and she goes off to... Uh, Johnny Vitti's house. I was like, to commit a moida. <laughs> a moida. <laughs> Shoots him in a tub. Bow. Dead. Then we get... This is very cool. The, the black and white uh, every time Holiday commits a murder is... Uh, I think is very cool. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah. I love that shit. But yeah, Johnny Vitti, dead. Pool of his own blood in a bathtub. The, the murder itself is very invo- evocative of um, Godfather. Yes. They kill that guy in the bathtub. Or the guy kills himself, I guess I should say, in the bathtub. <laughs> um, but you were just talking about the the breadcrumb trail, right? So you see that somebody is making a gun in the workshop. You see Harvey in the workshop. And then you see said gun be used and kill the person. So obviously, with your own brain, it's very easy to connect Harvey as the killer. And that's kind of what they wanted this entire time. And when they are talking about the entire case... Harvey is quick to report that it was two shots to the head. 
So two shots to the head, possibly by the guy called Two Face using a .22 caliber <laughs> handgun. It yeah. all just seemingly falls on his lap. You know, it's also it's also the first, uh, not the first, but another uh, hint towards his eventual fate and it kind of the aggression that's inside of him. You know, two yeah. shots to the head. You ask me, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And and Jim is just on the opposite side of the spectrum. I don't ever want to hear you say that in public or in private. You know, like, yeah. I yeah. don't I don't stand for that shit at all. But yeah, like you said, they're going over the case and Batman looks out the window and he's like, yes, Catwoman Street. Yeah. I'll see you guys in a bit. I'll see you guys in a bit. They didn't even settle anything. They didn't even come up with suspects or anything. He was like, so... Johnny Vitti in the bathtub. Yeah, I just realized, I just realized. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I just realized that he didn't even tell them anything. Like they're having a conversation. And he just turns around and walks away. Yeah, woman. <laughs> and he just fucking leaves. Hey, baby, you gonna help me or what? And she's like, Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she tells him about uh, the money that Roman has stockpiled. Because yeah. Bruce won't let him launder it in the Gotham Bank. So he's literally got, uh, what is it, millions, millions of millions of dollars in cash. Yeah, he's in, stockpiling actual money. Yeah, like real money in a uh, warehouse somewhere, which we've seen in, you know, The Dark Knight Returns, where the Joker gets the mob money and sets it on fire because it's about sending a message. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, so, yeah, again, you get you get Dan talking about, like, hey, you know, <laughs> There's two other guys here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, like, who would miss so any of much money, money, bro? <laughs> and, and you know Bruce what's funny? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I was about to say that. That's the funniest part, right? Because Bruce is like, "Don't you fucking talk about stealing any money? Don't you ever fucking talk about stealing any money?" Which, on first read, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. It sounded like somebody was slipping, and you kind of corrected them." But now talking about it with you. He's a fucking millionaire. He's a billionaire. billionaire. <laughs> Talking to like a public servant. And it's like, don't you fucking dare take any money, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> He's going to go like, home to his own pile of cash. To one of his like, many bedrooms. I was like, our, you know. Yeah. Maybe if we like took twenty dollars and bought some milk or something, you know. Yeah, Harvey <laughs> yeah. Harvey's backed up on mortgage payments and shit. <laughs> and Bruce Wayne just bought a fucking pony. He's and like <laughs> setting on fire. He with no hesitation. He he throws gasoline. No one needs money. <laughs> They're still no talking. Money. Yeah. <laughs> he sets the whole shit on fire. Uh so yeah, he gets home and after setting the money on fire, feeling pretty damn good about himself. Mm-hmm. Uh on Halloween night, boom, the house blows up. <laughs> it's yep. crazy. Um, I believe in Jim Gordon, I believe in Harvey Dent, I believe in Gotham City. Every Kaboom. single chapter of this trade paperback I have has a gun with a serial number, the nipple gun with a serial number yes. on it, and it's it's basically oh uh, nine one five seven eight seven two seven two okay. And it's like yeah, it's got to be somebody's birthday. <laughs> like it's got to be somebody's birthday. Seventy two, huh? It's killing yeah, I'll check, me. I'll check to, that to out. Every page. Uh, but yeah, we're we're giving the old whoopsie daisy when they tell us Harvey Dent is dead. They're not they're lying. They're telling it to Mickey. Uh, we spoke about this earlier. This is the scene that got cut and replaced in the adaptation, um, right? Which is great. Uh, Mickey, part of an an Irish 
mob with uh what are these guys these guys names <laughs> maybe these guys uh, names are why they got cut mickey the mink sullivan uh, it's like johnny mickey, two times or whatever the fuck right like just mickey runs uh his operation is called the irish it's just called the irish that's not uh, that's not good <laughs> that doesn't help Boy sullivan jimmy slick dapper kevin willie two times and they're all dapper kevin da- they're all in jail. Uh, they basically, like we said earlier, they're like, hey, it was us, but uh, nobody told us to do it. And then we cut to a flashback of Batman chasing Mickey uh, into the sewer and running into Solomon freaking Grundy. Uh, Who's just chilling there? Man. Everyone's just bugging him. He ain't there to fucking mess with anybody. Everybody's just bugging him. He just lives in the sewer. Like, he's not bothering anyone. This is and when this Batman punches him in the him. face, right? He punches Batman in the face first. Okay. To be fair, he knocked the shit out of Batman. Uh, And Batman was like, you know, I don't have no quarrel with you, but he's Solomon Grundy and he's born on a Monday. He's born to fight. (laughs) When he gets punched in the face, bro, he looks like Walter. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even see it. He does look like uh, oh, excuse me, Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. He looks like Gunther. He's like, like born a- on a Monday. Ah, son of a fucking bitch! <laughs> <laughs> he goes to fucking squeeze Batman to death. Batman sticks a finger in his nose. Uh, strangest thing. And he's like, yeah, that was weird. I'm, I'm, I'm going back home. Y'all niggas is weird. I was chilling here. I was fine, and then y'all did all this. I don't understand what's going on. It's great that Batman felt bad. <laughs> he yeah. felt really bad. Yeah. Uh yeah. So Mickey, uh Mickey basically plans to see that it could be Harvey Dent asking, you know, who do you think killed Johnny Vitti? And he and, and Gordon and Batman, you know, they refuse to believe it. Get this guy out of here. We're doing him. Get out of <laughs> here. Get him out of here. Then Batman's uh this is basically where they formulate the plan. <laughs> to replace yeah. Mickey with Harvey Dent, so that they can get the information. Uh, you got and that get, get get like the whole crew to uh, confess. I feel like we've seen they they cut to a scene of uh, the Roman setting up for a Thanksgiving in his house, cooking sausages or whatever. Is that another movie reference? It feels like it is. Possibly. Now that you say that, I think it possibly is some sort of gangster you know. movie where the guy doesn't mind cooking for himself. You know. Because you would think someone of his stature, right? He doesn't have to make any of this shit. He's a fucking mobster. But he wants to. Yeah, like he's, he's having fun dinner. doing it. He's cooking dinner for Thanksgiving. Uh, they all, all, uh, all the Irish, <laughs> I, that sounds messed up. But all yeah. the Irish just confess to the murders. They're all going to um, get the gas chamber or whatever. <laughs> but it, uh, Harvey actually suggests after uh, he gets all that information, that they let them go. It's kind of a badass thing he says. He's like, yeah, just say that they snitch. Put them on the street. And see, them, what, and see yeah. what happens. We'll, see, we'll just like, say they snitch and see how the mob deals with it. And Gordon's like, what? Gordon's what? like, what the fuck? You want them to die? I'm still not Maybe. wrapping my head around that. Uh, it's going to take me quite yeah. some time. <laughs> He's like, whatever. They charge. They, they confess to what they did. They pull up your house. We can charge them. He's like, they'll be out in an hour, man. What are you doing? Charge right. them. And, uh, and Batman's like, Harvey was wrong. They made bail in less than an hour. In less than an hour. <laughs> yeah. 
He's in the hospital. Gilda's in the bed. Why? Why on earth did the adaptation feel to waste all that time with Harvey in the bed instead? Like, right. and Gilda was absolutely fine from the explosion. And he goes through all that fake out as if he was going to turn into Two-Face early. like For no reason. Yeah, again, just to make us feel like we might be in on something. Stupid. So stupid. So damn stupid. But yeah, we get a cool Thanksgiving. Yeah, you get that touching uh, moment, I was going to say, with Batman and Grundy. Yeah, Batman basically uh, takes his plate down. and Sorry for punching you in the face, bro. That's what I was saying. Like, I love that he felt bad. Like, oh, yeah. man, I had to beat him up. And he wasn't even doing anything. I'm going to bring him some food. I I just love that he trusted the sewer. Like, he put it down on the floor. Like, the rats won't come and get it, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> they didn't, though. Uh, Romans, uh, the, the Irish had gotten out of jail. They're celebrating. And they all get killed. Holiday murders, Thanksgiving special. <laughs> yeah. Great shot, though. Um. This is actually I didn't see this until now. Um, there's a the the shot of all their dead bodies is a take on that classic Thanksgiving dinner oh, picture. I didn't even think about that. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's all there. It's the same yeah. position, it's the same photo, but everyone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Instead. That's so great. I love it. Thank you, Tim Sale. Now, so chapter good. three, Christmas. We're at Christmas. The first time we see Joker uh, basically singing uh, a Christmas song uh, that he hates, apparently, in the house of I don't know whose house. I don't know why he was doing this. He was just in these random yeah, family just houses. Mess, just messing around. Because the first time you see him in the adaptation, it's, it's Harvey's house, isn't it? Yeah, in the adaptation, it cuts straight to Harvey's house, and they say that he was he hit three other houses because they had the name Dent on it. Mm-hmm. But in this, he's just being the Grinch. Like, he's just ruining Christmas for people <laughs> randomly. Uh, <laughs> it's like we just got to him reading the paper and being like, hey, I hate this holiday killer as he's being the Grinch. <laughs> the first time now we got to Batman and Gordon talking to uh, uh, Calendar Man. Like George said, yep. this is his, this is his uh, Silence of the Lambs moment. He's yes. kind of, he kind of mentions, you know, uh, tomorrow's another holiday, Christmas. She'll be killing again. Batman's like, what makes you think it's a woman? And he's like, I don't know. No one knows who she is, and already he has been named for himself or herself. He's just leaving the possibility out there that it might not just be a man. Why'd you assume it was a man? You know, like why? Because they kill. Could be right. a woman. And obviously one of them was. Don't you know only men kill men, men. We make fire. We make <laughs> we make the wheel. Can't be a woman. <laughs> so Calendar tells Relax, him bro. Calendar tells him, like, you're lucky. Like in February, there's like sixteen holidays. You know, he's yeah, like, yeah. we'll catch them by February. Spoiler alert. You won't, Gordon. They yeah, won't. absolutely won't. And I love Doug- that he brings that back. He's like, I thought you said you'd catch it by now. Joker, <laughs> like later on, he's like, I thought you said uh, you guys would have this. Shut up, Joker is, man. Uh, <laughs> Joker is full on pissed. He is running around Gotham trying to figure out who is Holiday. Because of the Maroni family restaurant, he's like, uh, Maroni pulls out a gun on him, and Joker's like, Yeah, mine's a lot bigger. He makes a dick joke. 
fun times uh whose holiday <laughs> Maroney doesn't fucking know but this yeah. also gives us the idea that Maroney's a suspect like basically setting up more suspects because it's a murder mystery Batman yeah. comes around as Maroney's getting rid of his henchman's dead smiling body Batman's late as hell that shot though <laughs> of him jumping on the hood is pretty cool oh yeah oh yeah absolutely Look, he, he he lands on the hood and he's like hunched in Maroni's face and the yeah. henchman is like gonna die out of fright. Ah! Ridiculous. <laughs> Curly and Angel. Him. Those are his those are his mobsters' names. Curly and Angel. Uh so yeah, Batman's like, what the fuck is going on? Joker came around looking for holiday. Now he fucked Batman's head up. What's he gotta do with this? Yes. Ah, I'm leaving. I thought this I thought I, ca- I figured all this out. Now it just got way fucking weirder. He go away. He's got like the car where he landed just has two giant footsteps on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Harvey about that. Buys, <laughs> Harvey buys a new house. He can't afford that shit. Inside is the Joker. You know what I just realized is even worse. He buys a new house. That thing does not have a ramp. Old girl was in a wheelchair when he, when he, when he shows her the thing. On, honey. He's like. Uh, well, she stood. When she saw how rich that they could possibly be, she great. She gained the strength to stand. <laughs> <laughs> they carries her in the house, but Harvey, she was just walking. Don't be a dummy. Yeah, bro. No, no, he carries her in the house and then sends her up to stay. Yeah, get your ass upstairs. Go, 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 go. Ow, Harvey, why do I gotta go up? There's a joker. <laughs> my legs, in the my legs, hurt. they hurt. Get up there. <laughs> yeah, get no, the joker there. piece of shit out of Harvey because he thinks. Harvey's the holiday. Yeah. And he's like, listen, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. So if I find out that you are the holiday, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, he's super, he's super pissed. Guild is in the staircase like, Harvey, I'm so sorry. It was me. Uh, <laughs> Joker doesn't goes kill, over the Doesn't road. kill him, just beat it, beats his ass. And is like, all right, uh, you got the message. You got the message. I'm leaving. He goes over to the Roman's house and tells him. <laughs> you find a holiday or I'll kill everyone in Gotham City until I find him. And after he's killed all his henchmen, uh, right. Roman's uh, Roman's bodyguard comes outside to try to chase the Joker down when he is murdered by the holiday killer. He's the Christmas murder. Yep. Uh, it's great. He's dead uh, with Joker's cards all around him. So uh, Batman basically finds a dead body with the Joker's cards there and he's like it's the Joker, man. Christmas Joker. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> something, something. Reach around, Batman. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Joker decides he is going to gas the giant New Year's Eve special at Gotham because maybe Holiday will be there. There's a million people that are celebrating. <laughs> yeah, he is tight. He does not like that he is second fiddle to any of this shit, and he's like, I don't like that somebody else is taking all the fucking glory. So, yep. We're so, we're gonna double down on uh, our big crazy fucking plan. So at some point earlier in the story, uh, Falcone mentioned a person named Vernon who he had on the inside. We didn't mention where. Yes, you're right. It turns yes. out that Vernon works for Harvey Dent, and he's Falcone's man on the inside. Yep. So uh, he's here. Hey, do you need any help? It's New Year's Eve, sir. You should go. But I've got this report here. And it has a connection between Bruce Wayne and freaking Carmen Falcone. That's where yep. he tells him about the whole situation with his father. <clears throat> uh, setting him is- setting him where they want where they want to. Like this is it's expert yeah. work. Like yeah. um, you don't realize how much of Gotham is working against Harvey Dent in the shadows. 
And it's like I said, it's incredibly tragic because he never stood a chance. <laughs> like, no, he didn't. Not with everything and everyone as connected as they were. And it, it yeah, it, his optimism is almost his downfall. Like his ability to think that he was above this and that he can play in the mud and not get dirty. Uh, it's not true. Batman chases Joker onto a plane. Chase uh, tells him, put the plane down. And Joker's just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, bro? Get out of here. You freaking weirdo. Just throws him. Uh, luckily, Batman has plot armor. So he catches yes. on the freaking tail. That's true. Because <laughs> he should be dead. Uh, yeah, so we, we cut over to Conrad Falcone's Halloween party on the yacht. New Year's party. New Year's party. I said Halloween. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it, is a, it, it is a pretty long Halloween, to be honest. <laughs> a little long Halloween. To mention, okay, we should mention, like, even though every chapter takes you to a new holiday, like the 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 color, the the tone is always basically Halloween. Like it never yeah. changes. It doesn't yeah. change to match the holiday or anything. It's always cool or or, 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 or basically it's like dreary, dreary, or yeah. black and white entirely. Which for every murder, it's very we Hitchcock. Sp- we spoke about the characterizations and the caricatures of these villains. I guess one could argue that in Gotham, it's always Halloween, right? That's the joke. Like everyone's constantly, it's always terrifying and everyone's constantly dressed the hell up. So maybe that's what they were trying to uh, invoke with this year long Halloween. So, uh, uh, Carla, Carla Vitti, Carla phone, uh, Falcone's sister, who's actually, we should mention Carla Vitti, Falcone's sister is, a either the wife of or the head of the mob in Chicago. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And she's been very resentful ever since her son Johnny V died. Yep. And this guy Falcone still has his son or whatever. And he, like he acts like everything's all good. And uh she decides to uh go out for a smoke when Alberto's on the deck. And he's shot by the holiday killer. Yep. Setting up Carla Vitti as our newest suspect. Yeah. Uh, we get to see a giant trail of blood on the boat. Carla Vitti just kind of standing there watching on. Uh, no, notably, nobody. 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 Okay. Very cool. That was one of the comments that they got a lot. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. And it turns out, ironically, there was a body. There was a page where their body would be discovered. And it would be up to the reader to determine whether or not it was uh, it was Johnny. But obviously, I mean, if it okay. was I, wa- I, wa- I wonder if that means that they were always going to go Gilda. But it's cut. And, it was cut, and, and they said yeah. um, they just kind of didn't. They cut it for. It was space. like cut for time, right, or something like that. Like it wasn't cut because. No, no, it was cut they for changed space. Their mind like, or anything. You have a you have a twenty like however many pages each issue was allowed to have. Right. And if you you you're only, you you got to hit that joint strictly. Every page costs money to print. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, we go to uh, we go over to the Jim Gordon. Dent New Year's party, I guess. And uh, mm. Harvey basically tells Bruce he thinks it's, I mean, if Harvey tells Bruce, Harvey tells Jim that he thinks it's Bruce 
<laughs> yeah. We need to talk about Bruce. He didn't tell us about his connection to Carmine Falcone. Uh, we cut to Bruce still chasing Joker on the plane. <laughs> right. Uh, because if, if midnight comes, it's going to go down. But of course, he's Batman. So he uh, he gets his cape cut off by the plane. Yeah, I was about to say, that pretty badass moment. <laughs> and he looks really cool at the end with the cape all shredded and Joker's basically unconscious body. He's down. And then Batman says, this is a new year. The one where the promise I made to my parents the promise to rid the city of the evil that took their lives might finally be within reach. Poor son of a bitch. But I still don't know who I still don't know who fucking <laughs> goddamn holiday is. And also no grapple gun. Old no grapple school, gun. old school batarang tied to a string. <laughs> he swings <laughs> it. Yeah, he day. swings it. Yeah. That was cool his old that, rumor was, or I think it's been made fact now that it was uh batman 89 that introduced the grapple gun because back in the day it was, was just it? yeah back in the day it was just a batarang with a string on it and he would just throw That's... it it would latch onto Very, something uh... and then he would yeah go up there Very i don't cool. use guns i don't, <laughs> I don't use guns well i use this one for rope <laughs> <laughs> two months later valentine's day jim and uh jim and dent is how they're gonna visit Bruce Wayne and Alfred's answers the door. And he's like, "Hey, listen, I love Bruce, Petty Alfred. Bruce is rich. Uh, he has a lot of sex, so he probably yes. won't be home tonight." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's, like, he's an eligible bachelor on Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure he's not coming home on time. <laughs> but no, really, he's out taunting, <laughs> taunting Carmine Falcone at the yeah. graveyard of his son. <laughs> you know, like, you know. <laughs> the thing you Valentine's do. Day thing. And the thing <laughs> and the thing he'll get pissed off at on Mother's Day. <laughs> so just want that to be known. Batman conditions sometimes you can't take it. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn hypocrite. She's in the graveyard and he asked Falcone, was it worth it? Was your son's death worth all this? I'll uh, Falcone's like, man, listen, Albert was never in this industry. Listen, I, you've destroyed many lives of many sons. Uh and Falcon's like, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? I'm mourning my kid here. And he yeah. uses shoot Bruce. And Bruce is uh, saved by Catwoman. Who wants He's like, oh, my God. Gorgeous. Well, I'll just leave you, Falcone. And I'll go and chase after Catwoman because that's my jam. Also, he loves that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love uh, Batman's level of interrogation is just yelling what he thinks happened and hoping that they correct him. You know, like <laughs> I saw you. I saw you steal a hundred dollars from that bank. No, you idiot! It was six hundred dollars. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I fucking. <laughs> and he was like, "Don't you like it with your son?" Like he was trying to trick him into confessing into some shit. So we don't but, really uh, actually get to see how this, how the chase ends. He just catches no. her and holds her hand, and then he we cut forward to that Valentine's Day night where Bruce is on his date with Selena. So it turns out he did have a date on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Alfred wasn't lying. And that's where he's approached by poison freaking Ivy. Uh, she cut yep. him with a thorn and made her his. Uh, Puppet? What, what was this? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I thought the issue was over. <laughs> it isn't. Oh, no. It, Val- you, know why I thought the, you know why I thought the issue was over? Because that's when the movie was over. You're right. You're right. The movie finished at this point. And yeah. they did it differently where Bruce doesn't get a chance to taunt Falcone no. at the grave. Instead, he goes to the grave and he's taken over by Poison Ivy. 
yep. <laughs> and his eyes turn green. It's very uh, dramatic. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you didn't understand what was going on, his eyes are green. <laughs> Samarone is paying off uh, Vernon for doing his dirty mm-hmm. work with Harvey Dent, and in front of uh, Maroni's restaurant, a holiday killer strikes again with a nipple gun. Nipple, <laughs> nipple gun. gun. Basically, blow, uh, shoots the gas tank of one of Maroni's uh, henchmen's cars and blows it up, and that's the Thanksgiving murder. I mean, why do I keep getting all this stuff mixed up? Uh, that's the Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day murder. murder. Yeah, <laughs> and this is Alex, this is um, Alberto. Yeah, uh, this is Alberto at this point. Alberto yeah. is currently the holiday killer, and the first person he goes after, of course, his father's enemy. Samaroni. Samaroni. Maroni. 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 Maroni is a, a he's furious. Holiday, if you want war, I'm gonna give you war. Jim Gordon. I'll give you it by confessing to the GCPD. <laughs> and I, I yeah. love how a lot of the a lot of these holidays when they end, they make it a point uh before the issue's over to tell us what each of the three uh Jim Harvey and Batman are doing on this holiday. Yeah. Where did we leave? Jim we comes see the home. Con- we see the contrast. Yeah. Yeah. Jim comes home with a. <laughs> it's funny, actually. Harvey told Jim he didn't buy anything for his wife. And Jim kind of like, you know, chastised him a little bit. But then they both seem to have gone out and bought this same last minute. The same 99 cent store. Remember we were talking about 99 cent stores in Gotham, bro? The same Yemen man stole both these men, these chocolates. And it was funny because that guilt came from Alfred. Alfred's like, uh, Valentine's Day, you know? And they're like, shit. He's like, shit, Barbara, fuck. I didn't buy her anything. Son of a bitch. And, uh, you know, Harvey is not only giving some chocolate this Valentine's Day. It looks like he's ready to give her some of the dent. He came to give us some of that Harvey Dent. Yes, some he did. Dent and but we're supposed to be suspicious because he's now just gotten home and he's yeah. very late. Yeah. Now we know that Jim Gordon is probably working on a case, but someone just died that night. So what the hell is was uh Dent doing out there? You know? Now Batman, Bruce Wayne spends his uh, Valentine's Day fucking poison ivy. I'm gonna yes. just stay straight out and say she raped him in this story. <laughs> like that yeah. happened. Yeah. But uh it you know. It wouldn't be the first time for Bruce. <laughs> yeah, tickling her two lips over there. <laughs> uh, St. Patrick's Day, the next holiday. One month later, one month, Bruce has been under uh, basically Poison Ivy's spell. Mm-hmm. We were shown, we're shown uh, someone getting out of Gotham Penitentiary, a massive figure, a shadowy figure. Ma- Who's yeah, it going to be? Trunch Is bowl, it going to be? Yeah, it's gonna be, <laughs> I don't know. Bane, Bane. Exists, yeah, 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 it's yeah, gonna be Bane. Yeah, it's gonna be Bane. But they get in the car, and it turns out it's his daughter. It's uh, Sophia, Sophia Falcone. Falcone. Huge head, massive daddy. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you remind me of that. That uh, how can I say this? Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh that challenged powerpuff girl do you remember <laughs> bunny bunny <laughs> yeah sophia's giving me bunny vibes <laughs> i don't want to die daddy. <laughs> 
So oh, under boy. Poison Ivy's spell, Bruce allows Falcone to launder his money in the bank. So at this point, we really should have been suspicious that this was happening because of Falcone. Yep. <laughs> it's very specific. Uh, Selena sees Bruce and she's like, hey, uh, we've had sex before. Where are you going? And he doesn't answer. At this point, she's suspicious. I think that she's Which saw- again, we've, yes, we've said did. this, right? We've said that every time he sees her, he drops everything. So in this this instance, he's like, wait a minute. (laughs) She said, hold on. You're not simping today? What the hell happened? And why do you smell like pine trees? (laughs) Disgusting. Why do you randomly (laughs) smell like pine trees every time I get close to your suit? What's going on over there? (laughs) Jim, uh, 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 Harvey makes a comment about how it's great that all these people have started turning on each other and killing themselves now. And Jim is like, hey. We don't want them to die. (laughs) (laughs) So Harvey's like, whatever. What are we going to do about Bruce? Okay. (laughs) Let's get back on Bruce. Let's get back on Bruce. And uh, that's what we see. That shot of Jim in the rain, like uh, Jim on the outside of the mirror and outside of the window in the rain is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So good. Uh, It it really plays into the noir of it all, you know? Just he's got the uh, he's got the uh, the shades, the shades, yeah. uh, the the shadow in his eyes. Yeah. He, they, all he's missing is like the fingers through the blinds. Yeah. Like, yeah. hundred percent. Uh, But yeah, we see Vernon, the fucking spy uh, listening in and you're seeing that his plan is, in fact, working. It's mm-hmm. working. Sophia goes to visit her auntie, uh, Carla Vitti. She's uh, very angry. My kid's dead. I found this gun. I'm going to use it. Everybody's angry at uh, Holiday, but this basically shows us that Carla has a Holiday gun, and she yeah. might also be the Holiday. And if you look, uh, in the background is a similar workshop-esque uh, situation going on there with a hammer and a wrench and pliers and, and yes. all that stuff. So yes, they're really 100%. trying to throw us up the scent. Uh Basically, Sophia's here to ask that her aunt not get involved when they turn on the Maroni family. And she is not. The Vidi family will not get involved, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the uh, Wayne Mansion. Bruce is under her Ivy spell. Catwoman is here to save the day. She does. Bruce is going to choke her. She said, get off me. We do this all the time. Uh, she rips off his shirt. <laughs> disgusting, nasty plant situation all over his body. Ivy is so exaggerated. She I, I, I assume this is how people smuggled weed on planes back in the day when they just wear it. They, they, they just wore it under their suits. <laughs> so Ivy, Ivy escapes. And uh, doesn't come back ever. She gets no, paid by the Roman, but then that's she about gets it. She paid and she leaves and she only shows up when they pay her. And then we're shown the next holiday killing, which is yet another uh Straight up mob uh, murder where they yeah, murdered multiple mob, hit. mob members, mob hits of uh, the Maroni family, right? Yeah, this they one attacked- now I'm looking at this picture for the first time. She has a clip instead of just a regular, it looks like she's she- inserting an entire clip. <laughs> it's uh, at this point, gun. it would be Albert, right? Albert, yes, is, uh, yes, you're right. Albert had a different kind of gun, Albert came with the, with the she was killing, she was killing a lot of people on their own. He seems to be killing a lot of the enemies of the family. Yeah, he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money too. So he made this new automatic version of the nipple gun. 
<laughs> he's got a nipple. The uh, the nip automatic. I like it. Yep. And <laughs> Maroney is not happy to be targeted at all. I uh, know he's not. Uh, it's war and he's losing. Catwoman's on the roof of the Gotham City Police Department playing with the uh, bat signal. If the whole city can see this, why didn't anybody care? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Bruce, Bruce shows up and uh, I'm sure that would be the surprise of his life. He expects to see all Gordon or whatever. And it's Catwoman. Yes, I get the sim tonight. Damn it, yes. I'm horny. <laughs> why do you I'm horny me? with vengeance. <laughs> He said, thank you for saving Bruce. Uh, he's a friend. But, <laughs> but, not like, but not like a close friend, like not in a gay way. Like we're just really good friends. <laughs> then we're confirmed. We get it confirmed that Roman indeed paid Poison Ivy. That's April Fool's Day now. And uh, the Riddler has been called in to try to solve who Holiday is for, mm-hmm. the, uh, for the Roman. We get this cool shot of Batman on a computer so it's the 90s and in, in matrix people, people think that computer stuff is all green numbers in the matrix yep code <laughs> that's all it was back in the day just pure raw code <laughs> that was it who is holiday but we get these cool with the i forget what they call it uh they're not they're, they're basically they're ba- they're, con- they're not contrasting they're both trying to figure out the murders mirror? at the same time almost a, a mirror. mirror they're they're married yeah. yeah they're married because we're uh we're, we're being shown both of them going over the same uh evidence which shouldn't be possible and, right right uh, yes yeah the riddler is seeing it as a riddle batman's trying to solve it as a case they're both uh giving their scenarios this is like the episode of tv where we kind of are shown what the scenarios could look like if the suspect that we uh if all the suspects were the murderer so the yes. first one we're introduced is catwoman we get to see catwoman as the holiday killer mm-hmm. then uh we're, we're we're shown uh who's the sal maroni sal yep. maroni is the holiday killer because mm-hmm. he had uh motive and then so did carla Vitti. we're showing her possibility and then uh finally we are uh, given the uh, possibility that it could have just been Harvey, which Bruce <laughs> is like, damn it, it can't be. Yeah, it can't be Harvey. Well, that's the one that um, also Alfred also kind of starts to believe it. It might be because they, they yeah. did come into the house all, you know, those pistols <laughs> on fire. So he's yeah. like, I don't really fucking trust that guy. Meanwhile, at the same time, Harvey thinks it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> So he wants to arrest him. Uh, Riddler says it could be any of these people. <laughs> and he's like, well, then why the hell did I bring you in here? Then you're supposed to give me the fucking answer. He said, who's the holiday then? And he said, uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest answer to, to, to that Damn question. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, she's like, he's like, uh, yeah, uh, you know what, Sophia, take him out back and come back quick. You know, basically be done with him quick. She was crushing that man's skull, great Kali style, bro. She was yes. doing the chalupa juice. <laughs> she turned him into before. like a prune, you know. Yeah. Crazy. Then she bonks him on the head and throws him out the door. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, that's when he's approached by the holiday killer, but it's April Fools. So Albert has a bit of a sense of humor and he just shoots all around the, the Riddler instead. Yep. When does a killer not kill? When it's April Fools. Damn right. <laughs> uh, Mother's Day. Very special to Bruce. 
he's gone to uh he's gonna see the calendar man calendar man is like hey you said you get it done by february dog <laughs> shut up you freak <laughs> now tell me where the hell holiday is <laughs> he said what do you know about harvey dent he's like i know he's a gemini you weirdo what <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell me he's more you weirdo me, he said let me out and i'll stop the killings <laughs> yeah okay sure no uh we're bringing uh uh a guard runs up to bruce and tells him hey i'm uh someone's gotten out and bruce realizes in his voice he's been fear gassed because it's a scarecrow that's escaped mm-hmm. scarecrow strangled his mother years ago on mother's day and you know he's escaping there's no connection back you're not but uh <laughs> yeah scarecrow's let loose by the roman and like you said, like to continue it, like he mentions at various points being previously gassed and dealing with him before, like you we were talking about uh, building up this whole rogues gallery of people like these. Is, this is not his first rodeo with any of these characters that we that we are seeing seemingly for the first time since the uh, year one continuity. Yes. So, uh, well, that that's the way it's being supposed. I guess they've shown up in other stories with no explanation, but this is the cool bridge. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Speaking of bridge. He, chases, <laughs> he chases down Scarecrow and Scarecrow fear gasses him and gets away. So at the same time, the police are gone to arrest Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> and Alfred's like, a, what? Why are you guys here again? What's going on here? <laughs> uh, before they can arrest Bruce, Carla, um, Sophia Falcone is interrogating an Asian man and trying to find out who makes holidays guns. Guy gives her the answer, Chong's Tea House. Then she kills him. At the same time, mm-hmm. at Chong's Tea House, the holiday murderer struck again. Sophia was too late. Bruce is gassed. He's high. He's in the <laughs> crime alley, high as hell on fear gas. When the police come up to him, and he's so high, he runs away, scared. <laughs> he's trying to escape. Terrified. All his Batman skills. I th- actually thought I actually thought this was done pretty well in um the movie. In the animated version. It felt it felt like a scary situation for him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so like we say, they chase him over uh and they find him at his mother's grave. Hugging crying, it and crying. Yep. Hugging it, holding on to it. Which the cover a pillar was, of strength. <laughs> the, co- the cover of the Mother's Day issue was uh Bruce with uh Bruce as a child holding on to his mother's grave. And then when we get to the final page, it's basically J- Bruce reduced to a childlike state holding on to his mother's grave. Uh very cool. <laughs> Father's yeah. Day is the next holiday. We're shown the connection between Thomas Wayne and the Falcons. And we see it's an innocent one. He just saved uh he just saved Falcone's life because that's the kind of man that he was. Yep. Now we also see that Bruce has been in jail for the last month. <laughs> also, something confirmed in the Batman, right? We were watching that clip in the group chat. Um, yes, this is the Batman will film. Carry, this is something that will carry over. Thomas Wayne will have saved um, Carmine Falcone's life. And what does that mean? What does that tie Bruce to? Does Bruce have any, if he is fighting the mob, does he have any residual resentment that this has gone on longer than it probably would have had, you know, Carmine died on that table. 
and they talk about this in the comic as well, like how many, how much more innocence could have still been alive today? Bruce sees the whole thing from the stairs, so he's known the whole time what's been going on. Uh, yeah. Luigi is his name, Luigi Marone. I guess is he is he uh, Sal's father? I I thought he was like a hitter, uh, maybe like an uncle. Uh, he, he is. He's his father. Oh, he is his father. Yeah, he's his father. Oh, the former uh, head so of the he, family. Yes, yes, yes. He's the original uh, Maroni, the first head of the family. He's the guy who shot up uh, Falcone when he was young. Yes. Yep. He's uh, we're showing this all feels very Godfather as well. While he's yeah, in right? this, like orchard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. My son, uh, why are you here? You acting like a bitch. <laughs> like, be a man. Be a, immediately be a man. And I'm here. With all my guards and my dogs, so nothing will happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately he's murdered by the holiday killer. Worst dogs ever, bro. <laughs> Worst guard dogs ever. We're showing Samarone with his his he's out of his wits. No, yeah, he's obviously he doesn't know what to do. It, it keeps getting closer and closer. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. They've killed my father. Yep. <laughs> uh <laughs> Sophia <laughs> tries to give her father a gift. It's such a weird relationship they have. He's yes, <laughs> and the thing is, every time they mention her or him, they say the same. Like the blurb is still the same. So it's always Sophia Falcone Gigante, the Roman's daughter, and then it's always you know, uh, um, uh, Carmine, the Roman Falcone, untouchable mob boss in Gotham City. Like it's always <laughs> the same shit. Yeah, on purpose. The, I think <laughs> the jury acquits Bruce Wayne from the charge after uh alfred basically gets on the stand and tells them that it's a shame that bruce's father would save a life especially uh since you know he was murdered by yep. this very same kind of criminals <laughs> just and no one found them yep and no one found them the jury acquitted bruce in less than a minute damn right <laughs> he's not guilty uh, I like I like this weird Cassandra Nova esque outfit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a weird big head. You're right. Yeah, give me that Cassandra <laughs> Nova vibes. Yeah, yeah. Like we said, she gives her father the gift. He says, "I uh, appreciate the gesture." It's sad as fuck. It's Catwoman's watching from across the. Uh, Bro, we all should uh, now. We all should have connected those dots. She's watching her father on Father's Day. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, all, she, it's all right there. Yeah. She resents. Uh, she she's got a resentful look on her face as uh, Sophia calls her Papa. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Yep. Right there in front of me. Changes all. Changes the whole thing. Jim Gordon gets home late as always with a gift from his kid for Father's Day. A new tie with handprints everywhere, and his loving wife is just looking on. Like, <laughs> I know he's late, but look at him being so proud. That's my man's, which then like turned the page and it gets probably my favorite scene <laughs> in the comic <laughs> because it's it's inexplicable. Harvey's <laughs> in the basement, uh, just sitting in the dark. Sweatpants. See my dad. Sweatpants, tennis dad. shoes, stuff he doesn't normally wear. So I don't know what the fuck he's wearing. Sweatpants, tennis shoes, shirtless, in the dark, in the basement, playing with a coin. N nothing sinister about that. We're looking for a murderer, a psychopathic murderer, and the DA is just doing the weirdest shit on, on his off time. He uh, he says he went to go visit his father, and his father was still crazy as ever. 
I think that this is meant to imply that there is a family history. There is a history of mental illness. Yeah. Genetics. Hereditary, if you will. His father gives him the coin. Famous coin. Yeah. And now Harvey's sitting in the dark with his face in the shadow. I think in this, in the very first scene where you see him with the coin for the first time, Mm -hmm. only only half of his face is visible. Yep. It's very cool. And you already uh, know yeah, how he, iconic this is going to be. So you're just waiting for the yeah, shoot really, drop. Shoot. I was going to say the coin to drop. Yeah. <laughs> that worked. No, that, that fucking worked. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's pissed that Bruce got acquitted so fast. Back to his money. Back to his high society. <laughs> Stop being so frustrated. Asshole. Yeah. Not, yeah. It just, it just, his anger towards the system that he's chosen to protect. It's it it leads to what will eventually be two face and it, it makes sense. Like he's losing more and more faith over doing things the right way as the story progresses because people like Bruce Wayne, people like Mickey who just got away. I mean, he got killed anyway, but you understand? Like so many people just slipped right through the fingers of the GCPD that he's like, What what the hell are we doing anymore? We're just wasting a bunch of time here. Falcone eh, goes on to check out his investment, which is the money that he paid to break out the scarecrow and the mm. mad hatter so they can work yep. together and uh rob the bank yes <laughs> because those two right those are the two that you want together robbing banks telling <laughs> what, riddles, was, the, what riddles. was he thinking i don't know so, so bruce on father's day is uh lamenting if my father hadn't saved uh, the roman's life all those years ago how might gotham city be different like Alfred lets him know, listen, your father was a good man. He would have done it for anyone. Yep. Just the way he was. But Bruce just can't help Stop but being wonder. a little bitch. <laughs> and Alfred's like, listen, any of that stuff happens, and now I got to sit here and wonder, what if I, had, if I had been a different kind of father? How much your life be? Like, it must be my fault you're a maniac. Right. <laughs> like, I'm the one who raised you. Sorry, sorry about that, bro. <laughs> totally didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> of course, Bruce <laughs> is just like, you know, I miss my dad. Yeah, I really miss my dad. Marone finally gives up, and he wants Maroni. Uh, Maroni gives up. He yep. wants to. He supposedly wants to help Harvey Dent get Falcone. Right. Which I should have. I should have saw as suspicious because why would he be mad at Falcone all of a sudden? It's not like exactly, and his willingness. Um, well, the idea you were supposed to believe is because Luigi died that he's scared straight. And that he is willing to do anything to make sure he's not next on the chopping block. But he had way more nefarious plans than we could predict. The Gotham City Corner is killed. This yep. first seemingly, seemingly random killing by Holiday. Hmm. Of course, it's Albert trying to protect his uh, identity from getting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this corner was apparently... In the cut scene that would have showed us a body that could have been Albert's, so uh, he would have been the guy, the only guy who knew that the body wasn't Albert. So that's editorial also cleaning up their tracks. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Fireworks are going off. It's Independence Day, the Fourth of July. Bruce is with Selena. They're making out. They're gonna have sex, maybe. Yes, no, possibly. More talk about like running away and what that could possibly mean and what you know what future they could possibly have together. But he's like, he, hey, 
he'll always he choose can... crime first. Like he'll always choose that life first. <laughs> and Bruce, Bruce, uh, he gets a call. There's a spat signal in the air, and it's Harvey. He called me away from my date to talk to you. I thought it was Jim. You're the guy who put me in jail. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you if you pass through these pages, Harvey seemingly is just as he's having this conversation, flicking that coin back and forth. Yes, the entire is. time. At several points, you see the coin in the air, which means he's not stopping. He's just having a conversation and fucking flipping a coin. <laughs> like, oh man, the tension. He says, I made a mistake going after Bruce Wayne. Bruce's uh, Batman's like, why are you telling me this? I'm not yeah. Bruce. I, never I don't know Bruce who that is. is. Yeah, well, who's Bruce Wayne? I don't know who Bruce Wayne is. <laughs> so he called, he just called Batman. Maybe, maybe you're Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it's, like, if I'm Bruce, I'm just like, don't ever turn that on again. You called no. me here just to talk. Like, get out of yeah. here. Yeah. This is not therapy. Yeah, <laughs> luckily, I guess, or not luckily, unfortunately, somebody was killed. So luckily, they just both happened to be there to get their yeah. news. Let's wrap the up this time. meeting real quick. Hey, it was a civilian this time on the docks. Now we're shown that um, Sophia Falcone has a relationship with uh, Sal Maroney. Uh, Sal Maroney. Yeah, but what? That's crazy. That was pretty out of nowhere. Honestly, I. Uh, is that was that in something else? Like, I don't know. Was this also this also was it in the uh, animated adaptation? I guess they switched that out for Gilda and Alberto. So fucking stupid. This works. <laughs> this works better. You know, she all she felt like the hired gun for her dad, and the idea that she would get disillusioned and just end up with another mobster like that feels right. She makes out with him. I think she. Uh... I don't know if she convinces him to do um to turn like I because now it, it makes me think like when he came to Harvey did he originally not mean to double cross it? No, well what she tells him in this moment is that they need Harvey off the board and everyone goes free. So that's I'm the, sure yeah, it's probably so just she, a reminder. She <laughs> yeah um. Yeah, you're. I get a hundred percent what you're saying. What you're saying is, the idea that she would plant this idea in his mind would then you would have to theorize. Then he was honest about coming clean earlier. Yeah, and then this is what turned him. Where it probably makes more sense that they this was the plan early on, and she yeah, just yeah. Had to she just came to him. remind yeah. him. Yeah. By the way, yeah. <laughs> you know. Barbara Jim's wife is here taunting her beautiful life again. Yes. In front of Gilda. Yep. Don't you just love our husbands being out all night and just <laughs> we don't know if they're ever gonna come back home? Isn't it amazing? Yeah, I love it. Like... Jim is so cool. Like he's just <laughs> out all night and but, he, but I know he's catching criminals. And she's yeah. like my husband doesn't catch anyone. No, no. <laughs> when will it, when it would it ever end, Barbara? When will I get my Harvey back? She's over this shit. <laughs> As Bruce and Jim are talking about the uh, the Gotham City coroner's murder, mm-hmm. this Statue of Liberty is the Independence <laughs> Day trinket that she left behind, but it has a Blue Lives Matter flag. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's a, it's not it's the '90s, so that shit didn't exist. But right. it's funny as hell. <laughs> That's something they would sell and like. 
Well, it's weird. They often, they, even the Gotham City skyline looks like the New York City skyline. And it's like, well, Statue of Liberty. Where is the Statue of Liberty in the DC universe? But I guess New York City is in the DC universe. Yeah. I think uh, Nightwing was there for a bit. Yeah, you know, there isn't, there's, it's separate from Gotham. New York City is separate yeah. from Gotham. And Gotham is supposedly close to like Chicago or something. But, right. uh, but they see fireworks going off as they're talking about the case. And then Bruce is like, uh, or Jim is like, you know, fireworks went off already. What the heck is going on? <laughs> it turns out it's fear gas. Yep. It's not fireworks. It's freaking fear gas. It's scaring the hell out of everybody. Mm-hmm. The scarecrow and Mad Hatter stole the money from the bank. And that's what lets Bruce know that it was Falcone who paid for this. So he's like, I'm going to stab you motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not gonna yep. kill you. I'm going to torture you. Yep. <laughs> he beats the crap out of them. He's particularly excited to beat on the scarecrow who made yep. him scared like a little bitch and hug on his mommy's grave. Mm. Uh, before he could get his brains blasted out by the Mad Hatter, Catwoman steps in with her gigantic breasts and muscly, <laughs> muscly, muscly legs. Yeah, <laughs> this is such a crazy design. She's so you massive. can see her rib cage is ridiculous. You can see like the like the freaking the bones in her shoulders it's it's so crazy but he's all like i don't need help but i love you <laughs> like, she, like, what she busts him out she busts my hat over the head with the only uh she says the only line from the alice in the one line she remembers oh my paws and whiskers yeah it's cat line <laughs> bruce is like you've been following me why <laughs> i love yeah. fireworks i like following you we do this all the time what's wrong with you this time uh, yeah. she so Catwoman you fucking whore she basically offered Bruce earlier in this uh, earlier you know we can go together and live out our lives or whatever and, and she doesn't know that Batman is Bruce but she's giving him the same offer to go away yeah you're right you're right that only almost, almost eh, that almost only makes sense if she knew she must you know? know. Where she's like, you know what? If you're not going to do it this way, you seem to always enjoy it more when we do it the other way. So we'll yeah, just right? do it the other way. Yeah. I'll play along, but like we should right. go. A hundred percent. He turns it down. He turns her down. And mm-hmm. uh, that might have bothered her a little bit. I don't think just a bit. Liked, I don't think she liked that answer. So he's he's actually really bothered. I didn't realize this. He's bothered by the fact that he has to say no. Like, he wants to. There, every, there's always going to be a part of him that wants to live a life where he doesn't want to be Batman. Where he doesn't right. have to be Batman. And she offers that to him, you know? Like, we can go right now and go have anal sex in these costumes, if you like. Yep. <laughs> and he's just like... He's like, I know no. a place. Figure and it out. he's like... She says, you know, you're lost. And he's like, no, that's the price of independence. Like, that's bad <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Damn it, Bruce. Go get some help. Hey, try to stand his ground. That's, that's how the man feels. The next holiday is the Roman's birthday. <laughs> Harvey and Gilda are having an argument. She's like, hey, Harvey, I found something on your bench. Doesn't this all feel weird in hindsight? Uh, or was, the, oh, was the, this or was this like, like her trying to get him to confess so they can just be colors together? Like, she honestly thinks. Weird to be like, she yeah. honestly thinks it's him. She's like, right. oh, my gosh, he's got a gun. It's him because I stopped and the news says that the holiday killings are still going. So and him. I keep my gun in the microwave, so I know this is not. Yeah. You know, 
Right. And he tells her, you know, that's uh, it's evidence. We're all working on this holiday thing. It has to stop. And she says, you know, Harvey, I'm your wife. Talk to me. Since when do you bring evidence home? I fucking do it all the time. You don't know my life. <laughs> she doesn't believe him. And this yeah. is the first uh, this. Now that we know, this is the hint that she thinks he's the holiday killer. And she's yes. proud of him. <laughs> right. We know she's proud of him. <laughs> yeah. But Batman goes out in the daytime and freaks these guys out. <laughs> Don't you mm. want to come out at daytime? They don't respect them in the daytime. They start no, swinging no, no, on no, yeah. yeah, for real. <laughs> Yo, you look really weird under the sun. You fucking I, I can see your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> That's it. Of course, it's a bad idea to attack him. He was 18 million styles of kung fu. He beats the crap out of everyone in this bar, specifically mm. because he's been looking for the Riddler. And the Riddler's yep. drunk. Can't even come up with a good riddle. What ever since his, ever since his uh, <laughs> uh, near-death experience, my man's been sauced. <laughs> he's what time is it when the Batman finds your hideout? Time to find a new hideout. He's <laughs> drunk. <laughs> got, no, got nothing else. He's like burping and hiccuping. Uh, he asked the Riddler, you know, did you see the holiday? So yes and no. I, I mean, I saw him, but I didn't see him, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> so why the- didn't you? Why didn't you die? It's possibly to send a message. That's what he goes away with. Right. Uh at this point, Carla Vitti, who's very entrenched in the mob life, is questioning Carmine. Why are you working with these freaks? What is going on? This is crazy. Why would you do this? But Falcon, this is Falcon. this is uh what's his face? Gamble, right? This is Gamble yeah. in Dark Knight going, What the fuck are we doing? Why do we have this strange clown man now in our meetings? And why are we all deferring to him? What the, I thought we had this. I thought we had this all under control. And Carmine thinks the ends justify the means, as does almost every other character in this story. Right now, Sal Maroni uh, is getting uh, set to show up in court mm-hmm. uh, to testify, supposedly, against uh, Sal Maroni. God damn it. There's so many of these freaking... Uh, Falcone. <laughs> uh, Falcone, the Roman. It's going to testify against the Roman when right. Vernon feels the guy on the inside shows up to give. I love the little baggie. I love the little baggie. He's Gotham just like, yeah, here you go. Here's your thing. So obviously, in sudden, hindsight, yeah, it was a little bit different. I wonder what the fuck Maroni thought was happening because he's so dumb. Yes, yeah. coming stuff. All of a sudden, well, he does, does say something about his also. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just take it, okay? You dumb bitch. <laughs> he takes it. And now we get the scene, the famous scene uh, with Harvey Dent in the courtroom thinking he's got it. Smug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is it. When Marone, uh, Marone flips it on him, you know, uh, this is it. At the same time, Falcone uh, is celebrating his birthday. And this right now in the courtroom that's happening is his birthday gift. Yes, because uh, uh, Maroni starts complaining about an ulcer. He reaches in his pocket to grab his medicine, supposedly, and it's acid that uh, for some reason Leon, the professionals in the crowd, for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that's about, but he's just sitting in the crowd. This is just a shot of a weird man in 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 a beanie and sunglasses. Did Um, you catch him earlier too? Because that's Bruce. Did you catch him? Oh, that's his matches. 
Yeah, that's matches. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you can you can see him early in, in a giant splash of the courtroom. He's up in the corner, just that's as hilarious. matches Malone. Matches, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> so yeah, they throw the acid in Harvey's face at this very same moment. Falcon is blowing out his birthday candles, presumably mm. getting his birthday wish instantly. Right. Harvey snapped. This is the end of Harvey Dent as we know him. Two Face right. is officially born. Mm-hmm. I love that they all go to the hospital and um, the fucking doctor comes out and he's like, Yeah, your husband's gone. And like, Oh my God, he's dead. He's like, No, 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 no. He's like, Gone. Like, he left. <laughs> he, fucking, <laughs> he like escaped and he then he dies. Uh, and right, right after he escapes, we're shown. The holidays next victim, Carla 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 Vidi, suspect gone. She's in the uh, Gotham City Coroner's office, looking through a folder of the holidays killers. Mm. What I, uh, yeah, this it's just a folder of the holidays killers, but presumably this is Albert stopping Carla from figuring out that he's not dead. Yes, and she always so, she also was getting a bit vengeful and petty towards Falcon anyway, you know? Yeah. So who knows what she would have done to, yeah, usurp him. Mm -hmm. Now we get that scene that you were talking about earlier where Harvey is uh, wrapped, his face wrapped with bandages in the sewers, basically Mm -hmm. seeing Solomon Grundy, the monster, as a kindred spirit. It's Mm -hmm. It's been a month that he's just been out with his face uncovered, <laughs> covered in covered in poop covered. water, disgusting. Got, uh, Grundy basically doesn't really understand what's happening, but Harvey <laughs> can. <laughs> Harvey tries to tell him his own rhyme and sits him down, and he's basically able to calm the beast. He does a sun's <laughs> a sun's getting real low kind of situation. He's like, "Oh man, you die. That right. sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Can a man live two lives? Yeah, that's a question. Batman that's what I'll do. Live. That's what he's like. Oh, that's what I'll do. Th- this zombie man has inspired me. <laughs> so at this point, Batman is convinced it is Harvey Dent. He tells Jim, and Jim is like, "How long have you known? How long have you known?" And he's like, "Man, I don't really want to believe the guy that stood on this roof and he yeah, made Jim. Jim got me. promised us." He promised yeah, the us, vow, Jim. Jim. Damn it! <laughs> Don't you get it? <laughs> um, no, that, you're 100 percent right. Like I remember, even you know, I just re- read this recently that when it's like, "How long have you known?" I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like he's saying that he doesn't know. I really don't want Batman to be like, "Oh, I've known since the beginning," because you you made it a point to be like you don't believe it, and so yeah, he does. Yeah. He echoes that statement right afterwards, which made me feel good. It felt consistent. And he's like, "No, no, no, I can't." It's you know, great that Jim. At- it's great that he asked a question because as a fan, you've seen you as as the reader, we've seen Batman figure it at least not figure it out, but come to the conclusion that it was Harvey Dent. We saw that like pages ago, but right. he refused. He just was like, nah. And then Jim is like, how long? And he's like, hey, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> the beautiful shot of them back to back, right? That yes. whole shadow of Batman. Uh, in ca- the whole page, the so whole good. page. Bruce is sta- is in the position. Jim is down. Uh, Bruce has got the high ground. 
Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But Jim is like, what if you're too close? What if your judgment is impaired? What if you're wrong? What if I'm not? And that's where they separate. You yeah. know, they disagree. They've had the disagreement and they're right. back to back now. They've walked away from each other. He's a fine Harvey and you know what needs to be done. So Bruce is off looking for Harvey. He checks out with the Falcone. Falcone is like, why would you come here? How the hell am I supposed to know? By the <laughs> way, I'm going to name drop the title of this book. The Long Halloween. Yes. Because me and my men have called it the Long Halloween for the past year, but we just never said it when the focus was on the <laughs> book. We only say but it Jeff off Lowe panel. made us. We only <laughs> say it off panel. I do like <laughs> that he's kind of vulnerable in this moment. He's like, I don't know what the hell is going on and why the hell do all my family members keep dying? And you're probably down for all this shit too because you're a piece of trash. Yeah, he tells Bruce like, all these people who are dying have to do with me. And you're probably letting this shit happen. You're a mm-hmm. piece of shit. And Bruce feels bad. And, and he doesn't want to like, be disrespected. And he throws the Falcon back in his house. But he he felt that. And then he left. And then he left. Because <laughs> he that, that was Batman not able to speak. Like, he just didn't have a comeback cool enough. So he grabbed the man, <laughs> threw him into his house, and then ran away. Fuck you, then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bruce. Jeez. Funny. Uh, so we find out that he really left because he saw that his favorite uh, dominant dominatrix is across the street watching. Mm-hmm. Every time uh, that he he confronts Roman, the Roman uh, Catwoman is nearby doing some surveillance or some bullshit. Say, what is going on? And he grabbed her so hard that she said, "Yeah, you're hurting me." Uh, and he let her go. And she says, uh, "You know, maybe it's because the Roman treats the world like a bully yard." Mm -hmm. I'm a cat. That's my gimmick. So she's not really saying anything. She literally tells him, you know, maybe it's none of your damn business. Because he, she, I, presumably she doesn't want to believe it's her father, but she thinks it is. But it also totally Uh, works as an alibi, right? Like, oh, why am I doing it? Because I'm crazy. And when there's (laughs) actually a real reason, she just doesn't want to say it. So Batman checks uh, Harvey Dent's house, which is probably where he should have went first. Like, why would you go to Fox yes. Collins' house first? What are you thinking? <laughs> Gilda comes downstairs to the basement. Harvey, are you here? No, it's Batman, bitch. <laughs> you know me, right? <laughs> what did you even come into the ba- the basements have windows? Yeah, right? some of them do. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out in the sewage with fucking Grundy and got up there. Uh, look at those! She... Look at those big anime eyes on. Uh... On old Gilda there. Gilda, right? They gave her yeah. giant, sad puppy eyes. Uh, Batman basically tells her, you know, we found the murder weapon, right? Uh, and she tells him, you know, he said he brought it home from the office. And she's almost, ha- like, she looks sad and she's crying and shit. But, you know, now that we know how she thinks of Harvey, she's she's very willing to be like, yeah, he's a holiday. That's my right. holiday. Yeah, I love the holiday. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love, love the holidays. Holiday. It's all about the holidays. <laughs> so she gives him the old puppy eyes. Please find my heart. <laughs> and he goes over to Arthur Asylum, asks the holiday, um, the calendar man for help. Yep. Calendar man taunts him a little bit. He plays some word games that only really work in text, which, uh, like, I would love to hear. Like, he says, uh, you know, Dent Harvey Dent, and when you say that, it's just Harvey Dent, but it's written Har 
versus like court, like yeah, court versus yeah, like, Ro- like Roe v. Wade. <laughs> yeah, like Roe v. Wade. It's yeah, so silly. I thought it was. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty clever. I, like, oh. It is very clever. I was just wondering, like, when he says it to Batman, like Bruce wouldn't get that. Like nobody would get that, but you in your own head. And he totally say, "I I totally got that," but but uh, but also, <laughs> tell me that. more about holiday. I knew the whole time. I actually knew before you said it. <laughs> I thought of that joke first. <laughs> but quick, please tell me how can I stick these ears inside of a a security guard's helmet? Please. <laughs> <laughs> this is the holiday. Uh, the holiday is probably coming for something that. You have, which is a Sal Marone. Yep. Sal Maroni in jail. Maroni. Bruce dresses up in a security guard outfit. Jim and Bruce uh transfer Maroni underground and it doesn't fucking work. Nope. He immediately gets a blammed, blammed right yep. across his head. He's dead. Sal Maroni is dead. That's why we never saw him in any stories after year one. Yep, <laughs> and and the hat gets knocked off the holiday killer, even though he tries to kill the security guard next to uh, Jim Gordon, but he's obviously wearing armor, bulletproof vest, armor, all that good shit. And that security guard is uh, Bruce, by the way. But I yes. love though the, that that the reveal is with a flashlight. I love that. It looks so good too. It's it's all darkness, but where the light shines, boom! The spotlight on our killer, Albert. Albert, Albert is the holiday killer with his yes. best Elton John glasses. He said, "Hey, uh, I am holiday." Yep, yeah, and Batman's like, "Not again!" And he just starts beating <laughs> the fuck out of him. <laughs> it's like beating the fuck out of holiday. <laughs> Holiday's like, "Yo, like I shot you. You this is nuts." Yeah. But yeah, no, Holiday. He he beats the shit out of him. Beats his glasses. Probably yeah. got glass in his eye. A piece of bloody. Then rips off the helmet to reveal that he's still wearing the mask with the ears on <laughs> yep. under the helmet. How is that possible? No. And how man. uncomfortable must that be? That this man's walking. Big. That man's walking around in a leather glove anyway, right? Like a human leather glove. So Batman looks like such a '90s shit. Batman here. So he's got all those pouches. Mm-hmm. So many pouches. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, no, he beats we, we haven't seen him use many gadgets, and this was just interesting as well. After all this fucking time, he finally gets his hands on the holiday killer, and he wants to beat him to death. Yep. Uh, Gordon stops it, though, finally cuts it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, they put him in jail. The holiday killer is caught. His father, uh, he, he got, got. He's, you know, he's very happy. His son's alive. Mm-hmm. His son is like, hey, uh, I did this to be, you know, bigger than you. When are you even? You don't even know when my birthday is. He's like, here's a hint. Here's a hint. It's on a holiday. Yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that was a bit sad as well. As well. Uh, but yeah, he says, you know, uh, this city it doesn't want your kind anymore. Gotham City has changed. Now look at me. I'm bigger than all of you put together. I am holiday. Okay. That's 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 the theme of the whole book, like we spoke about earlier. You know, yeah, uh, the transformation of Gotham City and the 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 change in the type of crime that Bruce would have to deal with for the rest of his life. 
you go you you go from being a sneaky you know kind of black ops or you know secretive clandestine organization like the mob to a literal urban legend which which almost immortalizes you it almost behooves the villains to create these bigger personas the mr freezes the penguins you understand past their regular humanity because it seems like those characterizations live forever you know as opposed to these mobsters who just all got kind of whacked jim and barbara want to flaunt their beautiful relationship and gilda's face (laughs) one last time so they come over with their baby that gilda can't have because harvey's not here and they, Mm. they ask her you know uh where is Harvey? She, she, you know, she asked, you know, nobody in particular. Where's Harvey? Where's my husband? Is he even alive? Will I ever see him again? We cut to Arkham Asylum, where we see multiple doors have been opened. Identity unknown. Jonathan yep. Crane, Pamela Isley. When it comes to Julian Day, though, Two Face decides, no, you don't get the. <laughs> Why do pissed. you think? Why do you think he left the calendar man when he let everyone else in Arkham escape? That's a good question. I wonder if it has anything to do with working with him previously and prior. Um, I love the, the profile, the reflection in the calendar man's um, window or mirror or whatever, because it almost gives you the classic two-face visage, a half black, half white suit guy uh you know uh flipping a coin but i guess ultimately i just answered my own question julian's day's fate was decided by the coin he flips the Ah. coin and because it lands where it lands he apologizes for not taking him with him you're right you're absolutely right i didn't miss that (laughs) yeah no the thing is he does it so often that you forget he does it for a reason (laughs) he's just constantly doing it (laughs) it was the coin bro Totally the coin. Sorry. So now we find out why he's doing this. As we cut over to the the Roman's house, he's furious. How could his son do this to him? Lights go out. Sophia. Uh, yes, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody get downstairs. It's already too late. The yeah. entire crew is Jokerified, or they have been uh, fear gassed. And we cut to an icon- the a, a iconic image of all of Batman's rogues gallery who has appeared in this book unified to mm-hmm. finally wipe out the end of Gotham's mob era because it belongs to them now. Yep. It's uh, Mad Hatter, Solomon Grundy, The Joker, Two-Face. Uh, who the hell is that standing up? Is that Penguin? Yes. It is Penguin. Man, how did I miss Penguin? Uh, he was, he was he, under the radar in all this. Yeah, he was under the radar. He wasn't in this. this book at all until now. Penguin, Poison Ivy, uh, Scarecrow, and Catwoman, interestingly, who um, Bruce, I guess, ticked off so bad. When he right, right, right. She's her, like, right? fuck it, I'll just hang out with the villains. They're a little bit less weird than the guy in the bat suit. Yeah, so the Romans like, you know, what is this? Uh, Dan finally says, you know, what needs to be done? What the hell is that supposed mm-hmm. to mean? <laughs> Debut of uh, Two Face, the hamburger Two Face. So Melted good. Bug- 
melted hair. His whole his whole side of his body melted, but with the just like pieces of skin outfit. just hanging off and shit. No it's eyelid, disgusting. no lip. Ridiculous. Disgusting. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, with one uh, right before he can finally get his revenge on the the Roman. Batman arrives. Smoke bomb. Boom. Dramatic entrance. Bang. Smoke bomb. <laughs> First thing he does is put on uh, a fucking, uh, what you call it, um, brass knuckles and punch Joker as hard as he can in the face. Cool as hell, too. He throws the smoke bomb and and the entire thing becomes black and white. Now yeah. we, and, and put on, like you said, put on brass knuckles to bust Joker. <laughs> right in his <laughs> shit. <laughs> Right in his shit. And, he could have knocked him out with a regular punch, but he chose to put took, on brass knuckles and do that. He took him off to deal with everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just you. And he's like Catwoman, and then he thinks, you know, did I lose an ally by not fucking her on balance? On right, 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 right. <laughs> he's like, it is distraction. It's like, quick, has, quick, there's all yeah. this smoke. Grab my junk. Dude, Quick, before, any, before anyone sees. <laughs> uh, Two-Face. Uh, Harvey's gone. You know, Two-Face has the Roman and Batman's trying to convince him, you know, how's that different? And he tells him, you know, that's Jim Gordon talking. You know the system can't, doesn't work. Uh, that justice can be decided like the flip of a coin. And you can hear it, bro. You can hear it. We try to be decent men in an yeah. indecent time. <laughs> yeah. I gotta watch the Dark Knight. I tell you, uh, bro. <laughs> I tell you. And the final holiday, <laughs> the final holiday murder, is committed by Harvey Dent. Yep, <laughs> it's cool as hell. It's cool as hell. Two he got shots the whole, to the head. That was cool as hell because every holiday murder had the black and white before, but this time Batman throws a smoke grenade and that's what turns it black and white. And then the murder yeah. happens and you realize, Oh, this is the holiday murder sequence. Yep. Ah! And, it all, and, it all, and it all happened anyway, despite Batman's inter interjection. It's coolest things that can only happen in comics. Uh, that only work in comics. Yep. <laughs> Speaking um, of things that only work in comics, fucking Sophia's fate in this. Yeah, so she's Papa, you killed her. <laughs> she, gets out, she, she gets thrown out the window out of her own stupidity. Papa, Papa, Papa. And no one checks. Everyone's like, she's dead. She's gone. We'll never see her again. Yeah, read Dark Victory from where Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Bruce is like, man, come on. I can't lose you here. And Harvey busts him upside the head with a gun. Could have killed him, but he still likes him. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's got one last loose end to tie up. He's going to go get Vernon. He smokes his ass. Yep. Please, please don't kill me, Mr. Den. No, 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 you're no, dead, no, 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 no. You're dead. Batman discovers the body. We get the awesome shot of him picking up the coin covered in blood. Um, the two-faced coin. And he's being called to the roof of Gotham City Police Department. Mm-hmm. But it's not Jim. It's Harvey. It's Two Face. He's yeah. here to confess, confess about what he's done. Tell him why, and that's where we get that beautiful mirror shot that we spoke about earlier of yeah. the three men on the roof after this journey, having been changed. 
Yeah, it starts off with Gordon saying something along the lines of like, hey, we need to remember to never cross the line. That's the first panel. And the first panel in this is him saying, I did, I did what needed to be yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, <laughs> that, does, that sounds pretty fucking ominous. And also, I think it's interesting to note, like you were talking about, you know, he shoots Vernon, he leaves the gun behind, and he also leaves the coin behind. That tells me that he literally, that was all that he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. without the coin, he can't make any more decisions. So he basically turns himself in in this moment as somebody who still believes in the justice system. It's so it's, fucking twisted. It's so it's, fucked up. It's it's fucked up. It's tragic. It's sad. And he tells him, you know, Jim tells Harvey, uh, you betrayed everything you believed in. You know, and he says, not everything. <laughs> Arrest yeah. me. Yeah, take me to the take me go. Let's go through the you know whole process because I still believe in that. And you guys owe basically society to the due process. But then he drops the whole thing about there being two holiday killers. Yeah, I love he says that. you know, right? You both I, know, don't you? But but I I swear the only reason why Batman buries it is because he didn't even know who was the first killer. <laughs> so <laughs> when he finds out this too, he's like, oh no no, it's probably just some two faced shit that he made up. Yeah, no, he was so confident. He's like, what did you think he meant about two killers? And he's like, well, Harvey's obsessed with the number two. And we'll never know for sure, but tonight was Halloween. Yep. Harvey killed a Roman with a 22, the last holiday murder. In the end, Harvey was holiday two. Smoke bomb. <laughs> and then he gets out of there. <laughs> and no, then, but this bro. is a great. No, I was gonna say the next the next panel here. Tell me this doesn't invoke Watchmen. What what is it? The uh which was it worth it? Yeah, was it worth it? Well, we don't know yet. If you're asking me the good guys won, yeah, but I won't know if it was worth it for a very long time. That's almost the exact fucking dialogue for like I think, nothing uh, ever ends. Nothing ever I ends. Think you're it's right. Also, like it also um it speaks to the overall Batman thing where it's like, you know, was it worth it to read Gotham? Of all these mafia for what it's become now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like uh you know that promise when the battle lose the war. Down. Yeah. E even even he even says, you know, the promise we made to bring down the Roman, you know, what it cost us. <laughs> it cost right. us Harvey, but it also cost him Gotham. Gotham belongs to the freaks now. And mm -hmm. Jim's like, you know, I, I won't know for a very long time. <laughs> it's probably not. He's like, I'm I should tend to my murderous son. Before while this all goes down, <laughs> he says, "I believe in Gotham City," says Jim Gordon. Mm -hmm. "I believe in Batman," says Bruce Wayne. And, and when no uh, one and when no one to pay the bills at old at the old debt residence, <laughs> <laughs> oh girl's gonna yes, we move. really can't afford this house, so I'm actually <laughs> leaving. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, but yeah, off. this is where Gilda burns up all her shit. And she's like, you know, uh, I learned how to silence a gun from your case files, right? Uh, you know, and I am the holiday killer. And Gilda ends the book with a mirror of the first page of the entire story. Mm -hmm. I believe in Harvey Dent. Yep, so yeah, so goddamn good. So yeah. Good. It absolutely is, and it's it's classic, and it's classic upon reread. Like it's not one of those things that you 
um, trumpet, and then when you go back, it's not as good as what it was. As I'm as I'm perceiving the Dark Knight to be, which I'm probably gonna check that out soon. Uh, we were talking a bit. There seems to be a lot of Batman stuff we haven't covered recently, so we're gonna get into that hopefully uh, coming up. But the biggest thing is the Batman. By this time next week, we would have seen it. Yes. Could be one of the best things ever. I doubt it's gonna be bad at all. I'm sure people are gonna have their issues with it at at different points, but um. I just can't believe we're back to another brand new Batman film. Feels so soon. Uh, I miss Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do it away. Um, but yeah, man, I, I it was killer going through this story again, going through it with you, going over the themes and stuff like that. And it's going to be pretty like it's this is feels like the movie that I'm going to be pointing. Oh, and that was in <laughs> Long Halloween. Oh, and that and oh. Like the entire time I watched the film, so I'm excited about that. Like, there's literally a shot of um, Catwoman opening up the safe, and then Bruce showing up and fighting her. Yes, you know, like so. Like, there's so much of this stuff already in. That maybe they play out the whole thing where Selena thinks that the Roman is her dad. You know, that that's certainly a, a thread that they can end up pulling. Um, but we won't know until next week. So you guys got to make sure that you're here next week. We will cover the Batman in its entirety and hopefully it's something fun. But, um, I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the podcast. This was absolutely blast, uh, coming through and covering the long Halloween, but we've covered a bunch of other Batman content and comics. Uh, and you can find every single episode of this podcast. I don't know how you found this one. Um, I, hopefully you went to comicbookclick.com, but if you haven't, go there now. It has all the things that we uh, do there, our articles written by us. It has our merchandise, and it has every single episode of the Major Issues podcast. It's over 200 at this point. So comicbookclick.com, which uh, should that's, it's a link that should be in the details of this show's episode. You can click on that for all things Comic Book Click. If you already have a podcast app, Sometimes it's easier just to upload our podcast into it as opposed to trying to go somewhere else for it. So it's good to know that our podcast is available at on Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcast App, TuneFind, iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, and now just Facebook. So you have to make sure that you're following all of our social media links like Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or you can use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. If you follow all that, you will find us and we're looking to grow our audience. So make sure that you're, you're, uh, make sure you're joining, get on the bandwagon before the bandwagon gets full. If you'd like to support us, you can do so monetarily two ways. One, you can buy some merchandise at TeePublic. Uh, dot com slash user slash comic book click or you can hit that shop cbc link on comicbookclick.com or consider joining our patreon for as little as three dollars a month ten cents a day change you can find in your couch not only do you uh help support independent content creators like ourselves keeping the lights on here so we can uh do more that's what we're trying to do in 2022 do more of a comic book click. So uh, we're already working on our Superman and Lois reaction series for season two. Anyone who's a patron is currently getting early access to the full reactions, full 40 minute reactions to each episode. So consider doing that. Our reaction series is dropping on YouTube. Join us there. All of these links again are in the show notes, our YouTube links, our Facebook links, all that stuff. So look in the details to this very episode and you'll find all the ways that you could reach us here. Uh, we're also at Major Issues CBC on Twitter. 
um, across all of our social media. We're constantly posting updates to either the show um, or comic book news, comic news, uh, movie news, all that stuff. So make sure you're following us all there. Um, but I also would like to say we got a big, it's a big month coming up. You know, we got a lot of stuff coming up uh, for this month with a lot of, you know, Moon Knight's dropping soon, Batman's dropping soon. But we're not the only ones that are up to our neck in content. Our boy Jonathan Escudero, a.k.a. Yogi, and a dear friend of the podcast, GT Rebirth, uh, are two of three members of Dirt Sheet Radio that uh, premiere every single Tuesday morning. Yes. Uh, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you get sleep, sir. But what I, the fuck a, was that? Where you get that at? Can you oh, order yeah, right. that on Amazon? <laughs> Can I order that you on get Amazon it, or what? You get it from the same ninety nine cent store that they were buying those chocolates. At. There you go. I don't rec- I don't recommend it. But I do recommend if you're a wrestling fan checking out Dirt Sheet Radio. First and foremost, if you're a wrestling fan, if you haven't heard of Dirt Sheet Radio, how good of a wrestling fan are you? Seriously. <laughs> Go out there, find the page, find they're always sharing the 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 news, hot takes, all kinds of stuff going on over there. And then you got the podcast every week that recaps the week in wrestling news. So it's the destination spot to be at. So make sure that you're checking out Dirt Sheet Radio every single week. Uh, if you're not getting enough of the guys on here and you know, mix them, mix them up. Play them one night one after the other. I think it works. We're a good uh, companion uh, piece. That's what I recommend. Always, That's it, man. We're week. a good, we're a good companion piece. So fingers crossed next week, bro. The Batman. This will be the last yes. time we speak without seeing it on oh the podcast. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> am I? Am I on that? Am I on the Batman? You can be on the Damn Batman. <laughs> I want to be on the Batman. When we'll are we talk. recording the Batman? We'll talk. Yeah, we <laughs> will talk. We will talk. We'll talk. Um, but yeah, the Batman will be coming soon. Um, make sure that you're on there for that. But that is all for me tonight. Uh. So I guess there's nothing else to say, but my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. It's Jonathan Escudero, a.k.a. Yogi. And this was our long Halloween recap and review. And remember, whether you're a good man turned evil or a bad man turned good, whether you fight your battles for justice, vengeance, or for the jokes and the riddles, whether you're heads or tails or make your own luck, remember that vow to your parents. (laughs) Remember that we are the clique. And always remember that you, yes, you are worthy.